Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to the business field here at the beautiful University of Colorado. This sports program on Feel Good Friday starts now. Football is happening in this city this weekend as the Rocky Mountain Showdown has the Deion Sanders-led Colorado Buffaloes taking on the Jay Norvell-led Colorado State football team. Obviously, the entire world is here. We are very lucky to be live. It is not just me. Obviously, Boston Connor is here looking fantastic. Ty Schmidt is here looking remarkable. One half of the hammer. Done. Cowboys Tone Diggs is here. College football national champion, Super Bowl champion, Ryder Cup winner, COVID survivor, right. father of 10, president of Ohio, a man who has no documented... These guys are ready. Ladies and gentlemen, AJ Hall. In joining us to start this magical weekend in Boulder, Colorado, is a Hall of Famer, a man who was great at baseball. Not just good, great. Nine years in the pros. Not just a guy that was in the bullpen. Not just a guy that was in the dugout. Guy on the field, breaking records, making things happen. That was not his sport, though. No, no. In football, he's in the upper tier of the upper tier of the upper tier of the greats in the history of the game. Greatest athlete of all time. Now the head coach of the Colorado Buffaloes. Ladies and gentlemen, coach. Dion Sanders. Hell yeah. The energy is unbelievable here. My God. Okay, so Can I you saw. You guys come every week? Well, <laughs> I think that's going to start happening with what you guys got cooking. Just real quick, whenever you decide to take the Colorado job, right? And I know there's a lot of other schools that wanted you. The athletic director here said, you know what, Prime, we want you to be Prime. We're going to figure out how to pay you. And then everybody kind of laughed <laughs> with their Louis Vuitton thing. Now look at this. Really? Week three of the college football season. Fox is here. ESPN is here. Right. We're here. Right. The campus is alive. This is exactly how you drew it up, Coach, well, or what? I guess who else is here? We're here. Yeah. yeah. We told you we was coming. But now we're here. I love it. I love every bit of it. Uh, I had no idea that Boulder, Colorado could be this electric. I did believe. But you got to understand, I'm a Florida boy from the South. I don't understand snow and all that stuff. And, and, and when I first got here, I was like, oh, my God, it's cold out here. But now I absolutely love it 100%. This is home. It feels like... Uh, these people appreciate the hell out of you. I assume you feel that. We follow along on social. I think Deion Sanders Jr. does an incredible job. Number Thank one you. on your kid rankings Thank right you. now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But let's talk about the game this weekend, just because that's what we're here for. Oh, 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 no, 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 go ahead. Do what you was going to do. Let's go. Okay. Here we go. No, 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 no. I got you. You got to understand, I got you, baby. I know what you was getting ready to do. I know what you was getting ready to do. I got you. Oh, oh, yeah. wow. These are the prime blenders. Whoa. These are the prime shades. Whoa. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Oh. That's good. Look at this. Hey. 
You knew I was going to wear. You knew I was going to wear gold. Okay. I knew. Mm -hmm. So we accessorize. Yes, These right. are the blenders, is what they're yeah. called. Yeah. Oh, this is the new shades line. I can yeah. buy them right now. You don't have to buy that, baby. No, but <laughs> I got the, you. Well, let me tell you what's perfect about the sunglasses coming out right now and <laughs> everybody buying them is as a man who has worn uh, a tank top in sports media world. Right. As somebody who has not done most things, how the mold is supposed to be done, how other people's mamas taught them how things <laughs> sure. are supposed to go. Mm -hmm. But I don't think really any of that matters if you treat people well, That's right. and you're a man of That's honor, right. and right. you're loyal, and you take care of people. How you dress, how you act, is really just a fugaze if you're not actually a good person. Right. If you're a good person, who cares what you look like while you're doing your job? You have kind of take ownership over that. Now that the coach for Colorado State has called that out as a negative and thought that he was getting over, how much do you use that as motivation? Oh my God. And how much do you love, how much do you love that that happened? 100%. I don't, I didn't, I don't like that it happened because this is another brother. You know, you know, we started out right. He was complimenting me. I was complimenting him. He was doing his thing, but it just, it just took a quick left. <laughs> what happened? Who got to him? Like what, what happened? And this to take a left after what he said previously, it threw me off. And I started, I really started to contemplate what happened. Why would you go to that direction? You know me. Yeah. Like, you know how I get down. You know, if we really want to talk, I can do this pretty yeah. darn good. <laughs> I'm pretty good at this idea. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but I don't need to because the kids, uh, they're ready, man. Like, that, that just, if it was a trap game, and I don't believe in trap games, my kids now are on a 10. They are ready to play this game, and they can't wait to play this game. We can't wait to get it on. We really can't. Last question for me before the boys have their question. And we appreciate you taking time here on this beautiful Feel Good Friday morning. So Shador, obviously, we heard about week one, yeah. Coach Bryles, that asshole. Right. <laughs> I mean, yep. Offense coordinator for TCU, formerly of Florida State, at a camp in high school. Obviously, your Florida State legend icon down there. Didn't really pay Shador much mind. So whenever he played against TCU and that offense coordinator, he said, you know what? Yeah, let's go ahead and do it to him. 500 yards in his debut. Five touchdown, break a Colorado record. Woo. Take a seat. Go home. Now, next week. Matt Rule said something. I don't know exactly what it was, and they stand on the buff. Shador finds something to get him going. Yeah. Jay Norvell, has he always had that in him? And is yeah. that what you think separates him from yeah. maybe everybody else that he's it, the same age? It does, age because he's always been that kid that was my son. So he never got the respect or the credit of his work because, oh, uh, that's his prime son. He's just getting him a pass. He's just letting him ride. He shouldn't even be the starting quarterback. He ain't this. He ain't that. He's always heard that. So he just has consistently worked his butt off to prove everybody wrong and he finds something yes he finds something that that he runs with and he rides with that he holds on to i love that's what all the greats do you know what i mean you think about tom think about aaron you yeah. think about peyton you think about serena you think about you yeah. always trying to find something to kind of add fuel to the fire and it feels like people don't respect it yet you look so good in those shades i just can't yeah. wow <laughs> unbelievable i just I, don't even. Oh, oh, yeah. i just can't oh, yeah. I, I, matches i'm trying to take my eyes off you but i can't coach look at this move here too you know, whenever you're an adult, you talk to somebody, you take the shades off. But if you don't like what they're saying, especially in Colorado with some of the local laws and you can't see everything they're saying because the eyes are sitting a little lower, maybe you just drop that thing down. There it is. Down. You know what I mean? These are great shades. I'm proud of you. I'm thankful for you. AJ's got a question for you. Coach, I know I've heard you guys say a million times, hey, we're just getting started. This yeah. is just the beginning yeah. of what we're doing. What does this place, what does this program look like 
eight, 10 weeks from now? Because what you guys have going, obviously the momentum is unbelievable. What, what could this be? We're probably at 85% of the locker room as well as the <laughs> coaching staff truly believe it. Probably about 85%. Once you get that other 15, uh, even go over that 105%, it, it's going to get crazy. The guys right now understand that they can do it. That's why you had to get guys out and bring guys in because the guys in didn't believe. They couldn't even fathom seeing that, man, we could actually win. So when I'm talking about winning and how we going to dominate, I'm looking in the eyes. I'm like, oh, my God, this is – we got to get this out of here. I gotta, <laughs> you don't believe. So these young men that's inside this locker room, as well as the staff, man, they truly believe. And we got a good collection of coaches as well as young men. I said this on game day, and I think I said it on my show as well, that – I think a lot of the old whats who do not like me either. They, 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 they do you not. don't say. Yeah. <laughs> you don't say. Yeah, well, especially with these new, I mean, I, got, I look so fresh <laughs> with these shades on. But, like, they're all like, oh, this is what college is going to be now. This is what college football is going to be. You're going to get a coach that's going to use the transfer portal, and they're going to bring in every great player in the country to one particular place. It's like. Just because Dion did it doesn't mean it's going to be done. Anybody oh, no. else is yeah, going to do it. Mm-hmm. I think you're not getting enough respect for finding the right people to come into your culture. Yeah, it ain't like we got millions and millions of dollars in a collective to, to pay these kids either. It ain't, it ain't like that. We're not like some of the other. Top, oh, I'm sorry. I ain't see you sitting there right there. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. I'm sorry. I apologize. I, I, I want meaning that. You know. yeah. <laughs> but it is. It, it feels like there's not enough credit being given good one. for you finding your guys. Yeah. Like Travis Hunter is a dog. I know you got oh the D on his jersey. Yes. But he did it. You like that, don't you? Love it. You like that, don't you? You know awesome. why? Yeah. You know why? Because there's some people. You would have had the D on your jersey. Damn right. Damn right. <laughs> because there's some teams that just are filled with absolute dogs. It's one of the things on our show. My like, God, I love this. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the things on our show. Huge thing. But like Travis Hunter, he did an interview with Desmond Howard, mm-hmm. and they were like, what's the expectations now? And he said, dominate. Like, what are that's we even it. talking about? And that's, I feel like that's, that's your whole locker room. You gotta but find that, those guys. Right, you gotta find those guys, you gotta interview those guys. So a lot of times those athletes think they're interviewing us. Mm. We're interviewing them to make sure you fit. Because it is not about do we fit with you? Do you fit with us? Because we demand a certain standard. We practice a certain way. We live a certain way. We do things a certain way. And if you don't fit, if you fit out instead of fitting in, we're going to have a problem. Yeah, but you guys wear sunglasses and hats. Yeah, true. <laughs> true. Can't have it. Can't have it. Connor has a question for you, Coach. Yeah, Coach. Obviously, you know, Norvell was talking his bold junk. And we all saw that. I like that word. It, it, unbelievable. Me too. I'm, I'm <laughs> definitely stealing that. But is there a, like a limit to when the trash talk starts because there's this old clip of Oregon's head coach saying, hey, Colorado's never won. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. We we can't get to that right now. We got to get to okay. this. Yeah, yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, you owned to something though. Okay. You owned right. to something because that was before. I wasn't yeah, yeah. sure if that carried over yeah. into this new era as well. Tone Diggs has a question for you, coach. coach. You saw the cowboy hat. I love the cowboy hat. I saw hat. you see. I the love cowboy the cowboy hat. hat. I saw you wearing the cowboy hat in the spring game. Yeah. That clean white cowboy hat. Clean white. Hat. Okay, I want to know when you're going to make that debut for the regular season. It was waiting for the biggest. It game may be season. tomorrow. Okay. Let, 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 let me tell you. Let me tell you what. Let me tell you what. I quit with Man Smitty because it's it's not as simplistic as you think. Because we wear headsets, mm, sure. and you know I got to. I get it. Oh, stay, yeah, yeah. Ah. So now you. But we had to, yeah, we had to get something made yeah, yeah. that goes in the ears. Oh, like the old school Britney, Britney Spears. Spears. Yeah, yeah. And it's a piece as well. So it's not that simple. 
but you know, you can't wear a cowboy hat unless you know you're going to kick some butt. You know what I'm saying? So you got to know you're going to kick some butt. I think you should be pretty comfortable uh, every game you sign up for. Uh, I saw you one time, I forget what show it was on, and you said, we just need the big boys around the country to understand that, like, Every other piece around you, we got. We just need the big boys. Although right. I think your offensive line has been They're giving doing a, great job. a lot of time, and yeah. your running back's been doing great. Yeah. How do you kind of evolve this team throughout the year, and where do you think you guys need to get better at? Uh, uh, both lines and linebacker. Both lines and the linebacker. I mean, the offensive line is doing a phenomenal job, but we got to be more successful running the football as well as being stout on the, the run as well. But second, in, in uh, linebackers as well, we got to do some things. This team is going to go out and they're going to run tempo and they're going to try to throw the ball around the field. So you're going to get an opportunity to see our defensive backs put on tomorrow. But our receivers, running backs, all the skill positions are crazy. So right now we're actively recruiting those big boys because when we get those big boys, oh my God, when we get those big boys, Whew. it's going to be a problem. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's going to be a problem. You're we got a couple coming up this weekend on uh, official trips, but when we start signing those big boys, it's going to be a true problem. Hey, let's go. Let's get the big meat. Yeah, come on now. Big, yeah. big meat. In Bring them in. Yeah. What are you going to do with, um, obviously, you told us that Travis was going to get a G day on Wednesday, I believe, yeah. and he was back on Thursday. Yeah. And you're going to have to take care I of I tried him. that. Guess what? Didn't work. Mm. He went out there to practice. Yeah. <laughs> Again. I, hey, Travis, come on, man. You get to chill on Tuesdays. You chill on Tuesdays. You work on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, light day. He's out there work. He's like, I don't like the way I play. I got to work. Okay, so that's talk. the way he is. That's the way he gets down. Okay, so let's talk about this. You're gonna have to make it. Yeah, dog, you hear it over there. Mm -hmm. But like, you're gonna have to make this decision, right? Because in those games that potentially get out of hand, you mm -hmm. know, in a in a three score spread game where the other coach adds fuel to the fire, <laughs> just like two days from it, and it gets going. Like, <laughs> right. A lot of coaches, they have to build up their Heisman candidates, right? Mm -hmm. Those fourth quarters, third quarters, when the game's out of reach, you'll see quarterbacks in there still slinging it, getting the yards, doing that. With Travis Hunter, do you have to like calculate in trash time yeah. where he's at, what he's at? And you, what you we gotta, well, you got to make sure he get his. He wants to eat, too. Because he's worked his butt off on both sides of the ball. You just got to make sure he eats. And, and then you check and see if he's full. Like, all right, you, you right? <laughs> he's right. You right? You need another pot pie? What else you need? What is, what he's never full, though, you is need, he? Yeah, right. You need a honey bun? No, you're right. He's, he's never full, and he's the guy that wants to make plays on both sides of the ball. But we got to be wise with that. He's wise with Shador. Bucky came to me on the sideline in the fourth quarter. He said, Dad, uh, you know Shador has, he has like 394. I say, I already took him out, son. You should have told me that before. I would have left him in and let him have six one more. Yeah, yeah, six more yards. One more completion would have been 400. But he told me that too uh, too late. Yeah, we'll give him a little wheel to Dylan, let him <laughs> mm -hmm. skirt. All right, last question here from Ty. Coach, you mentioned looking in the guy's eyes and seeing about 85% of the yeah. guys who really believe. And obviously you expected this. You knew this was going to happen when you come here. But – 2-0, you're not going to be satisfied with that. We've seen the videos, you know, the 10-mile the line long of, of students waiting to get into the game. I'm not so sure, you know, the university isn't going to add 20 to 25,000 seats to the stadium in the offseason. But at what point, do, in your mind, will, like, the rebuild truly be complete, or is it already? I don't call it the rebuild. Ooh. I just call it we just doing our thing. Uh -huh. It ain't no rebuild. Are you rebuilding? Never. You went to another network, what you do? Nah. Just got on here and did what? Our thing. Dominate, yeah. did yeah. your thing. So yeah. it ain't no rebuild. This is who we are. We are here, we ain't going nowhere. And remember what I said a couple weeks ago? I'm about to get comfortable. Oh, mm. Don't let me get comfortable. <laughs> don't let, <you> get comfortable. <laughs> don't let oh. me get comfortable. Coach, you talk about us and try to uh, draw a simile. You know, there was a lot of people saying some terrible things about us, so they made it. That's right. Personal. Personal. Mm. Uh -huh. And they were blaming me for all the layoffs. I'm like, you know what you're doing right now? You're making it personal. personal. 
You're talking a little trash about me letting an F word slip through every once in a while because I'm not an adult. I'm in a tank top. You made it personal. This weekend. I absolutely love it. We can't wait to watch a personal fight this weekend. We love you. Thank coach. you, man. I now, love you guys. Before you get out of here. Oh, no, you didn't. Yeah. No, you yeah. did. Mm-hmm. So, the last time we chatted with you, yeah. you said, hey, I love your belt buckle. Now, belt buckle is a Saturday thing because it's like Sunday's finest when I get on college That's game. Right. You said, can you give me a Buffalo one? Oh, you did. With we the also prime got box. a box for the, on top, Coach Prime. And then, baby. Oh! We got this Believe? black and gold buffalo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Oh, yeah. Coach, oh, yeah. Yours. I, you know, it was the quickest we could get out. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote a handwritten letter in there for you, too. Gonna, Would like you to yeah. read that sometime. But I'm we gonna, appreciate the hell out of you. Man, look at You got believe inside the box, baby. Yeah. I love it, man. Yeah, it's a little things. No, no. The little things are big things. Well. You know that, right? They lead to. That's right. And it, God, how, you, how you do anything is how you do everything, Coach. I like that. And everything you've ever done dominate. Ladies and gentlemen, coach of the Colorado Buffalo. Thank you. Dion Sanders. Just a fantastic scene here in Boulder. I mean, I don't know how many times in the last 10, 15 years that the entire sports world would embark to Boulder, Colorado. But when this handsome, talented son of a bitch stepped onto this <laughs> campus, these dreams and visions were real, and now we're here. Coach, good luck tomorrow. I've never been cussed out and made me blush at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's the difference, baby. That's the difference. Mm-hmm. All right, I got some sweet shades out of the deal. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I love everything about real that. Sweet. And uh, I think we should just keep this train rolling. Yep. yep. Because obviously there's a big-time football game that happened last night as the Philadelphia Eagles get a win over the Minnesota Vikings. Mm-hmm. Now, the Minnesota Vikings backdoored the hell out of that thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Six and a half or six. It was either a push or a yep. cover for the Minnesota Vikings scoring very, very late. But I think in the Philadelphia Eagles case, we saw at the end there and maybe throughout the entire game, they're going to look different than last year. They're a running team. They're a pound-the-ball rock. A.J. Brown might not like that. Uh-oh. A.J. Hawk, what the hell was going on in the sideline? They're in the lead. A.J. Brown, Jalen Hurts having a little disagreement about the way the shoes that they're wearing, the food that they're eating before the game, or maybe it's about we ain't throwing the ball as much this year. Yeah, it's about targets getting the ball, but if you can play not even close to your best football and still be 2-0 in the NFL, I think you're, you're yeah. on the right track. You're going to be okay, and, and no coach can be upset when you're rushing for almost 300 yards in the game. So the thing about the AFC or the NFC East is – Philadelphia Eagles obviously go to the Super Bowl last year. Yep. I was listening to First Take earlier. Yeah. There's a certain host of that show that is shaking in his Louboutin shoes. Uh-oh. Because the Dallas Cowboys appear to be a team that could run through it all. Ladies and gentlemen, a man who has dominated the ratings on television for the last two decades of sports media. He's handsome. What? He's witty. What? He's incredibly intelligent. Ladies and gentlemen, host of First Take, Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A., um, Obviously had first take live from right over there this morning. Molly, Shannon, Dion. I had a chance to be on there. 
this crowd loves you, obviously. The people love you. Yeah. What are your thoughts about traveling to Boulder, Colorado in the middle of a football season? Well, 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 well normally I wouldn't like it. I ain't going to lie to you. You know, <laughs> I, like, I like to fly into the city where everything is, not connecting flights and stuff like that. But I got here a little bit different this time. Right? Oh, wait. I, got a little, I, I took the private. I, oh! I took the PJ. I, did just, I was here last week, and Prime asked me to come back, and I said, I got to be here. Yeah, so I'm here. These people are thankful that you're here. No uh, doubt. They I, deserve it, though. They deserve it. Great fan. They showed up. They've been through a lot. You know, you got a 1-11 season. Ain't nobody thinking about your ass. Yeah. But they showed up this year. They 2-0, and and they got some stars on this team. So I give them a lot of credit. Now, I feel incredibly disrespected by you talking to me with those stupid sunglasses. <laughs> What's wrong with, the, what's wrong with these glasses? Because adults don't do that. What, you know what I mean? Adults don't do what? Talk to each other with sunglasses on. That's right. Well, yeah, I'm not an adult, though. You know oh, what I'm saying? Or hats or anything like that. Well, you're influencing me, man. You're influencing me. You bring out the kid in me all the time, man. I love it. Oh, well, Dion's inspiring all of us <laughs> with this whole thing. You heard what Jay Norvell said, obviously, yeah. about the team. Dion used it. We just chatted yep. with him about it. I, I'm assuming you did as well. Yeah. How do you see tomorrow going before we pivot back uh, to the NFL? I think Colorado State going to get their ass kicked. Okay. <laughs> yep. You know, you, you, you can't. I know you're looking for a reason to motivate and what have you, but what you can't do is when you haven't had more than four victories in about six or seven years in a season, you can't talk. You don't have any reason whatsoever to talk. And then you're going to bring up mama and how mama's trained you and, and all of this other stuff. You know, you're getting a little bit low, and there's certain things that require an ass whipping, and he definitely provided that part. <laughs> okay. Yep. Well, we're all excited to watch it tomorrow night yeah. on ESPN. It's great to be in Boulder, yeah. and I love the fact that there was a little sauce added to the rivalry here. Yeah. The Rocky Mountain Showdown. That's right. Ooh. Just learned about it. Love it. Love mm -hmm. everything about it. Let's go back to the NFL here. Sure. Last night, Philadelphia Eagles get a win. A.J. Hawk just said, playing nowhere near their best ball, right. they're 2-0. They were outgained by the New England Patriots yep. in that first game, win by five. Last night, they can't cover win by six. Feels like the last drive was their best drive. Are they getting better? And are they the favorites still in the I'm not going to say they're getting better. I know at the start of the season, I had them coming out of the NFC again. I thought they had unfinished business because they had an opportunity to win the Super Bowl, and they didn't. Jalen Hurts would have been the MVP had they won that Super Bowl. Didn't happen. I expect them to come back into this season, even though they lost both offensive co uh, I'm sorry, both coordinators uh, to Indy and to Arizona. Shots, shots, shots. You still got Hurts. You still got AJ. You still got Devontae Smith. You still got Goddard. I mean, you got this cat Swift out of the backfield now. Oh. We know what he's capable of doing. And even though your secondary is a bit suspect because of injuries and some seasons that you may have lost, at the end of the day, when you got Cox and you got Graham and you oh. drafted Carter and stuff like oh. that, you're going to be able to get to the quarterback. Yeah. I expected them to be on the same level, but you up 16 to nothing in the game in game one against New England. You ultimately get outscored 20 to nine and make that game a bit more interesting than it needed to be. You come back in week two, you up 27 to seven in the third quarter. You make that game more interesting than oh. it needs to be. And then I'm looking at Dallas and that defense. Mm. And I'm looking at San Francisco and the complete yeah. package that they are. Mm. And I'm saying what I'm seeing from the Eagles in the first two weeks, that's not going to get it done no, against no. those teams. And that's where my trepidation comes in. Okay, so let's go to the other team that was on the field last night, the Minnesota Vikings. Last year, what was it, 11 one-score yes. games? 11-0. Yes. 11-0 yeah. one-score yep. games. Last night obviously makes them 0-2 right. in one-score games. Now, one-score games, they scored very late there yep. to kind of make that thing closer than anybody thought it was going to be. But Kirk Cousins is balling. You look yeah. at the stats. Yeah. This is the classic, like, Kirk Cousins oh, is going to— Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Look, Four touchdowns. Come Stephen on, Stephen A. A. Stephen A. They, had a five. they had fumbles all over the place. Yeah. It wasn't Kirk Cousins. No. Nope. Justin Jefferson has 100 yards and a half pretty right. much all the time. Right. Who's and throwing him the ball? Right. Kirk Cousins. You know, you know I, use, I use the 
somewhat similar analogy when we were on first take with you earlier. Pat, some people have it, some people don't. You know, there's a whole bunch of people that would love to have the Pat McAfee show. Sure. They don't have it. Well. There's a whole bunch of people that would love to be associated with college football game day. They can't. You know, they, 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 you, could have, you could have some skills, you could have it, but there's certain things that you're missing. Kirk Cousins is one of those dudes, you're gonna always look at him. You're gonna see the numbers. You're gonna see the productivity. You know that he's not a scrub. But whatever he's associated with, doesn't close. Oh, that's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. I, I, I said it. Did I stutter? That is a fact. Okay. Listen. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Addison Cabal got a chance to be special. We know what Justin Jefferson could do. But the second they lost Dalvin Cook, I have not been worried about Minnesota. You know why? Because with Dalvin Cook, I wasn't worried about Minnesota. Somehow, some way, while they were winning last year, do you know I picked them? I said Giants gonna beat them. Giants beat them. Uh -huh. Giants beat them in the postseason yeah. with Saquon Barkley and a bag of chips. That's what they did. <laughs> so I'm just saying to you, Kirk Cousins, 0-2, forget all of that. He's going to put up numbers. Hell, they're going to win more games than they lose. But I promise you, we ain't going to be talking about Minnesota when it counts because there's always something missing oh. from a team that Kirk Cousins is quarterback. Did you see quarterback? Did you watch the Netflix series? Yeah. He's got it all. He's got these two olds yep, that work yep. on him every mm -hmm. single week. He has this little brain thing he puts on. Yep. Mm -hmm. He's listening to this in the right, car. Right, right, right. He has family no there on right. Tuesday. He's right. a good guy. By the way, he's a very good guy. Great guy, very yeah. Very good guy. Okay. All right. Talented. He's not a scrub. He's not a scrub. What does he want? Well, Greeny wants him to be a New York Jet. Whoa. Oh, Greeny's desperate. Greeny probably wants you to quarterback the New York Jets right now. Greeny's a bit desperate and depressed, and he's going through some things because we understand he's a lifelong Jet fan. He ain't been in the Super Bowl since 1968 when Joe Namath was wearing tight shorts, for crying out loud, or a fur coat, or both at the same uh -huh. damn time. Swag. All right, we understand this, and the Jets, they just can't get over the hump, and Greeny has been waiting his entire life for them to be relevant. We understand. Connor has a question about the AFC. Yes. Yeah, Stephen A., we were talking about this yesterday, and, you know, Justin Herbert is not Kirk Cousins. Obviously, he is levels above what Kirk Cousins is, but with Brandon oh, Staley, geez. he is. I mean, I mean, come on, he is. All right. But with Brandon Staley and how, you know, they ended their season last year, being up 27 nothing okay. and blowing the lead. Is he, Justin Herbert, just Philip Rivers 2.0 and he's no, also never no, going to win anything? I, I would tell you this. Even though Philip Rivers was great, make no mistake about it, there were opportunities that Philip Rivers had in his career where he specifically came up short, not just the team. Mm. You looked at him and you thought he could have been better. Had he been more mobile, it would have helped him, okay? Oh, yeah. And obviously, yeah. you know, he got outperformed. When we look at Justin Herbert, now nah, granted. How about you're, him? You're up hey, 27 Steve. to nothing. You're up 27 to nothing. It's against Jacksonville. Man. You can't lose that game. But Brandon Staley, I, I'm, I'm not a Brandon Staley fan. I think that the man was lucky to be allowed on the charter flight home when, after they blew that 27 to nothing lead. And then you go against Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill! And you're a man-to-man -man coverage. Mm. I mean, come on, y'all. Y'all know this better than me. And so when I'm looking at the charges, I'm saying there's a problem there. I think it's with the coach. I think that's why she, that's the job, Sean Payton. Don't let Sean Payton tell you he wanted the Bronco job. He wanted that damn job. But for some reason, ownership didn't make that change. Is this the truth? Is this the truth? You don't think he wanted to be in these mountains right here? Excuse me. No, no, no. That's the flat iron the, hills. The, the fans are great. <laughs> the fans are great. The tradition of the Broncos are great. But Russell Wilson is not Justin Herbert right now. That's a fact. Right. That's a fact. Okay. And so I'm just looking at it and I'm saying, look, 
I'm not going to go that far. Sure. I'm looking at Brandon Staley as the problem more so than I'm looking at Justin Herbert as a problem. Well, yeah. I want to let you know, I love the fact that you just pissed all these people off. Sean I didn't Payton. need to. Sean Payton didn't even go. <laughs> no, hold on. Let me, let, me, let me resolve them being... I understand that y'all pissed up, but damn it, I'm here, ain't I? Oh, yeah. I'm here. That's, <laughs> I'm here. That's true. All right. What are those Louboutins? Christian Louboutins. Yeah, yeah, Woo! no big deal. Slight work, slight work, walking through the mud. Look at these. I know. I know. That. Boom! How about that? That's all right, though. You can afford to both clean them and get a new pair. You look, <laughs> you living good. Thank you. You living good. Not as much as you. I mean, Is we heard about your pockets as well. Oh, AJ's got a <laughs> Don't compare to yours right now. <laughs> but I'm working on it. <laughs> Make no mistake about that. Stephen A. So, am I hearing right? Like, are you uh, are you back on the Cowboys and Dak Prescott and everything that they got going? First of all. Don't ever say Dak Prescott yet. <laughs> He's got two playoff victories in eight years. I okay. want to hear that. It sounds like you might what, be what I'm a Cowboys saying, fan. What now. I'm saying is I ain't no damn fan. But as long as those damn fans sure? are fans of the Cowboys, I will never be a Cowboys fan because I can't stand their fan base. They make me sick. Okay. Having said all of that, I will say this. Then, right. I will say this. That defense is something special. Yeah. And Micah Parsons is my boy. Trayvon Diggs, that's my boy. And so when I look at them and what they bring to the table with Lawrence and the rest of the crew and Stephon Gilmore being in that cornerback room right now, you can't throw on them because their secondary is elite. It's hard to get off a pass on them because their pass rush is elite. Dan Quinn is an elite coordinator. I still haven't forgiven him for blowing a 28 to three lead in the uh, Super Bowl when he was the head coach. Damn it, run the football. Yep. Stop throwing it every damn down. Matt Ryan, he should never recover from it because you were a veteran quarterback well, at the time. Did you see yeah. what the Colts yeah. last year? It's ridiculous. Mm. All right, but I'm saying years ago, you got you had enough cachet to say, damn, we got to milk the clock. We don't need to be throwing incomplete passes all the damn time. Having said all of that, here's my point with it all. The Dallas Cowboys defense is real. It is no denying that, but it's going to come down to Dak Prescott. Moments are what make champions. And somehow, some way, just be patient. They won't let you down. They won't let you down. Yeah, I loved what you said earlier. And on our show, you did this uh, promo, and then you said, who's quarterback, though? Do you, have you and Dak ever chatted? How is that relationship? No, no, no. When I see him, he just waves and keeps walking. It's a wise decision on this part. Oh, wise decision. Yeah. Okay. Wise decision. I mean, listen, I respect Dak Prescott is not a scrub. Dak Prescott can play. But the fact is, moments make, make champions. Moments accentuate greatness. And he hasn't had enough of them. Okay. And that is the bottom line. And so I don't dislike Dak Prescott. He's a first-class individual. He's a talented quarterback. But damn it, you've come up small for the biggest franchise in sports. Time and time and time again. That is a fact. And that's, it cannot be disputed. Okay, so as we pivot away from that, let's talk about moments. Sure. Feels like Colorado is about to have a moment this entire college football season. Yep. yep. I had the incredible opportunity last year to get baptized by college football and get yes. a chance to experience its all celebration and tradition and passion mm -hmm. with game day every single weekend. It's been, I feel like college football, and it, yeah, people might think I'm pandering or whatever, larger part of the sports conversation as a whole because Dion is at Colorado and the okay. success they're having. Do you feel that way? Because I know you're an NBA guy, NFL guy. I, 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 college I, football I, more I, this year? I, I, I do. I think that he's brought a spotlight to college football. But I want to I veer left and I want to say something. And I don't BS. So take this for what it is. I think one of the greatest things that's happened to college football is ESPN adding you oh, no. to college football. Hell game. yeah. Hell I really yeah. believe it. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm just telling you the truth. You are, listen, I get to say that because of the damn position I'm in, okay? You are exactly 
what the show needed. So I had a blast with you last year at Jackson State. I just want to say that. When you look at Dion and what Dion has done for college football, for me personally, knowing him as many years as I know he's done, to have just 10 scholarship players returning, to have 86 new players, you're talking about delegating responsibility, leading, guiding, et cetera, et cetera. All of those things come with leadership. And for him to be in this position where he is leading the way that he has led, I just think it's one of those situations where, first of all, HBCU talent, historically black colleges and universities, you're going to see talent emanating from that because you see Shador in the way that he's performed along with a few other guys that he's brought here. The fact that you're seeing them perform on this level and receive this kind of shine is going to open eyes to evaluators instead of looking at the level of competition that they're going to go against. Now they're going to be under more pressure to be better evaluators and notice what somebody is doing and what their capabilities are regardless of who the competition is. You and Shannon alluded to that on first take, and I think it's incredibly important that people pick up that. He's elevated the level of culpability, not just in terms of the players, but in terms of coaches and evaluators. That is what Deion Sanders has done with college football along with everything else that he has done, and I think it's going to alter college football in a very positive way for years to come. I think so, too, and like I think there's going to be ripple effects that we can't even sense. Nice yeah, well, well said. Yeah, that okay, that's great. Pause break. Smart crowd. Yeah, there you go. Come on. Come on. Give it up for him. There we go. There we go. Yep. That's a great speech. So I don't think we have any sound live on ESPN right now, but on YouTube we do. Nice. Great. So if we guys want to do hi, uh, Stephen A, uh, talking, football. Really good. Okay. <laughs> nice. So I think that's good for the ESPN people. Man, please. Uh, all I do is steal knowledge from all of y'all. Y'all played, I did it, so I just listen to the experts that come on the show. Okay. And I'm like this, yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> I did UFC one time with DC, Daniel Cormier, and, him, and I, we were literally standing next to each other. And they came, they went to him first to evaluate some fight. And then they said, Stephen, what do you think? I said, I'm gonna go with what he said. <laughs> you know, I wasn't in that damn octagon. He was double champ. But yeah. what you've done for so long is so. And listen, because of what you just did to me, don't ever do that again on my oh. show. Okay, <laughs> don't ever do the whole. You don't want me to compliment you. I'm just being honest. Bingo. Yeah. Hey, look at me. Adult. All right. <laughs> Let's move along. All right. Are you trying to scare me for? You, no, this is me talking as an adult. You see that? No. <laughs> now that's me as a kid. Oh. But like, what you need to know is. Right. As a guy that's been doing this for decades and decades, yeah. your energy, passion, and love for sport as a whole is greatly respected by all of us. Yep. Thank you for oh, yeah. blazing a trail of dominance. And what are the ratings saying right now about your show against competition right now? That I'm dominant. Okay. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's like a scoreboard comes out every single uh, week listen, for you. It's, uh, listen, it's competition, and it, we know it. And when you number one, people are coming from you. Um, I understand it. I respect it. But... I embrace the challenge. The fact is, I'm covering sports, and I certainly wasn't good enough to be a professional athlete or even an elite college athlete. We all know that. But at the end of the day, whenever you're doing anything and you're competing with folks, you want to be the best. And if somebody's going to come after me with whatever I'm doing, especially if it's first take, I'm going to aim to bust their ass. Yeah. It's just that simple. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's exactly what I'm going to do. Yeah. And I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah, and you're certainly doing it right now. Numbers aren't lying. And I'm not going to stop. And Unk. I'm not He's a great start. addition. Yep. Yes, he is. He's a fantastic addition. I'm very proud of the job that Shannon has done. And he didn't have to be here today, but he came here as a favor to me. I needed him here. And he showed up because it's about winning. You know, we got to respond. We're the worldwide leader. That means everybody comes for us. Everybody's looking to knock us off our pedestal. You embrace the challenge. I embrace the challenge. Let's get it on. Well, I want to tell you. 
conversation about the worldwide leader was one that was not heard on the worldwide leader. There. So no. no audio on ESPN really? right now. Okay. Yeah, but on YouTube certainly. Now I don't want to say we have a bigger audience on there, but we do. We one do. day hopefully we'll be able to catch yeah. up to you on first take. You're an absolute legend. We appreciate well, the hell out of you. Appreciate it, ladies guys. and gentlemen. The ever icon, Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, Stephen A. start oh, not, well, not at all the audio huh? the audio there. how about that yeah so no sound on espn there for the last uh, like 20 minutes or so you missed a good one with steven a. yeah i mean i know he looked good 20, probably 20 minutes uh it was a long time zito first dropped into my ear and yeah. said uh hey no audio on espn but youtube's good seemingly on like his second answer <laughs> so, so hey. f-bombs can we just say nah, it's back oh okay audio's these guys are asking for one. That's what they're saying. That's <laughs> what you need it. to know we're fighting against. Uh, so obviously, Dion and Stephen A, to start this entire thing, he was going to pick the slate, but I believe he's got something else going on later in the show. There's so much happening on so this much. campus. Oh, yeah. my God. I believe I'm going, um, I'm going to kick some soccer balls with the Colorado okay. Buffalo women's soccer team. Here we go. Today. I think they're good. Big no, game tonight. No I think they're good. We're going down to Pearl Street tonight, I think, to have okay. some dinner. Ooh. Hell yeah. And tonight... AJ Hawk and I are climbing those flat iron yep. mountains naked. Yes. Hell yeah. Birthday suits. Straight up. Yep. Alec Honnold, I hope you watched the documentary. I'm going fingers in a crack. Fingers in a crack. And I'm climbing my way right up there. A mountain lion's going to come down. I'm going to kick it in the mouth like it's Jay Norvell. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to keep doing my thing. Smart. I'm on college game day tomorrow. And obviously, and we're going to be here. And if you look at how ESPN has covered this game, there is certainly reason for Jay Norvell to maybe be a little bit distressed maybe, yeah. about how it's been talked about. But for him to throw himself into the fire, I think was a bad decision. And as a guy that's been on Colorado literally since day one of Dion moving here, like I have to cook him. I don't want to. Didn't even know the guy existed. Didn't even know the guy existed. No idea. Now, college football fans are going to be so mad about me saying that. <laughs> oh, I don't obviously. know. How would you? Even if, they, even if a coach wants to make those kind of... Oh, you changed your yeah, mic. Yeah, that you was did. your mic there. Why? What, are they, what am I doing here? Did they go. turn that off? I got no wires on Come these on, AJ. Whoa. Okay. But why would you, if you... Even if you want to say that, what would make you do that and give your the old bulletin board material type stuff, especially when Dion has two of his own kids playing on the, that team? I'm not 100% sure. I'm just saying it's going to be tough to be on bias tomorrow for that entire yeah. college game day, three Sorry. hours. Yeah. And it's going to be tough not to pander to this crowd. This crowd is... Look at this. Yeah. Yeah. Boston Connors, my dad. Congrats on a sec. And it it oh. never happened. Must have been gone again. Uh, AJ Hawk can't tackle me. Revoke AJ's driver's license. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, amen. Guys, rest in peace, Takate. They, they don't, they don't, they don't care. That's a lie. Got a nice wave. I like that sellout one. Yeah, absolutely. We're sellouts. We're lucky to be here, thankful to be here. And let's start talking about some other news that has hit the internet and the sports world over the last 24 hours. There is an incredible clip coming out from NFL Films of McDaniel watching mm. a replay up on the Jumbotron with a close-up on his face. I believe we have the video. Foxy, go ahead and run this thing from the truck. We can run videos this week. Oh, Whoa, hell yeah. That's a big deal. Huge upgrade. You've been to SoFi. When they have a challenge, they'll put both coaches on the screen. So you see him and you see Brandon Staley. And Brandon Staley 
you know, he's not looking at a camera or anything, just walking around. He's got his headset on, maybe, you know, arms folded. Well, Mike McDaniel sees it. He's looking at it. He sees himself <laughs> up there. They're zoomed in on his face. And he, you see him glance up at the scoreboard, and he sees it, pulls his microphone from his headset down, Ryan, and he goes, run the ball the next five plays. Run the ball the next five plays. And I'm like, this is hilarious. I mean, of course, they're chucking it all over the lot. Like, he yeah. just, he, it was just, oh, it was, it was beautiful. Move the sticks, obviously having a good time. Tom Pelissero, or nope. Daniel Jeremiah, he is commentator for the Chargers, so he's in there every single week. The thing that I enjoy about that move is I used to play poker, okay? Yep. And I would actually just talk the entire time. Been kicked out of plenty of tables, been kicked out of plenty of rooms, and normally I would just tell the truth about what I have. So I'd start early. Hey, listen, I got it. Like, this is just how it is. And then I'm showing cards, by the way, early, early, early. Then later in the game, later in, is this guy telling the truth about his cards or not? It's an entire guessing game. Ooh. I like that McDaniel took the opportunity to just put a little thing into Brandon Staley's head. Are they going to run the ball? Is he know that he's talking to the entire stadium right now? Is he working it? And also what this video shows me is that Mike McDaniel is so self-aware, mm-hmm. understands everything going on, and from a guy that was on our show talking as if he had just taken ayahuasca, yes. he seems to be the perfect man to be a head coach in the NFL. He does. I wonder if this is something that ever came to his mind earlier in his coaching career. Like, say he was in assistant he saw him showing the coach's face on the jumbotron he's like man when i'm a head coach i'm gonna mess with these guys i'm gonna i'm gonna throw some stuff out there and see if they uh if they actually buy it so it's weird how he is kind of like he's everywhere he's in the moment he has awareness and most coaches are just dialed in hey i'm football all the time what's on the field is what's happening he noticed himself on the jumbotron i'm sure he's probably taking part you know when they have like three shells that race on the jumbotron yeah Yeah, and and the whole crowd all the players in the sideline we would always be in timeout and wonder oh now two's got this one i bet mcdaniel's jumping in those too so there's something at uh indianapolis colts game it's brought to you by Waste Management, nice. and normally they find somebody who has never thrown a football before, yep, and they course. ask them to throw three footballs into a square that's like this big. The entire stadium's watching, <laughs> mm-hmm. and every coach and coaching staff. I assume McDaniel's watching that first throw, no chance, no money's being made here. <laughs> yeah. We've heard him talk shit to Tua in his ear yep. in the middle of like mm-hmm. a third down play. What a perfect coach that got down there in Miami. I think my favorite thing about him is, um, there was a part of me, and I think part of some people, that they thought the honey moon phase might wear off with him but it hasn't because he's always him and as long you guys have talked about it with coaches like as long as you're they're just always themselves and they're not trying to be someone they're not who he is never trying to be someone that he isn't we're always going to love him and he's starting to like quickly climb up the ranks of coaches for me yeah i enjoy him you know we always say Vrabel's teams are going to be good right Mm -hmm. as you andy Reid, obviously going to be good of course patriots always going to be in game amen shane steichen's always going to have the boys ready sure that's what everybody says about nfl cliche it's getting to the point where we need to just automatically put mcdaniel's name in there and it's interesting because you got dan campbell in there as well now and he's vastly different than mcdaniel both of them (laughs) unicorns and anomalies in the head coaching world but i appreciate I like what this coaching ranks are becoming, especially if you think about what Dion's doing here, the way it's happening, mm-hmm. McDaniel, what he's doing, yep. MCDC, what he's doing. Football's evolving right in front of our eyes right now. Well, and you hit the nail on the head. I think the self-awareness is key because there was that point in time where everyone's like, oh, this guy's so zany. He's so wacky. He's funny. He's is he different. high? Exactly. Is he high? Oh, he's hitting, he's hitting a vape on the sideline. Right. And like you could lean into that big time and, and kind of change your personality and kind of be who you want the media you know, is, is claiming you are, and he has just stayed the same person. And then even last year, they go through all that shit with Tua and all that stuff that could have just kind of crumbled, and it could have been 
a, a really bad situation where it's like, hey, this guy's not cut out to do this. And to his credit, he's kind of just stayed in the pocket and remained true to who he is. And yep. and we'll see. The, the Dolphins could be a, a real force to be reckoned with. In year. the AFC East. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It's not great, especially when you think about what you and AJ always talk about. You know, are you winning because you're happy? Are you happy because you're winning? It feels like they are just enjoying themselves. Like, they have a good time. Obviously, when you're putting up 450 in the air and scoring yeah. 37 points, 36 points, it's going to be a good time. But it feels like that chemistry inside the locker room. And, you know, the Wilkins-Holden kind of reflects that. Like, he wants to play with his guys even though he didn't get paid. Yeah, he didn't get paid. Says, all right, I gave it a shot. Yeah. I tried to get paid. Here, I'll go suit up for the boys. They seem to be the leaders in the clubhouse of the AFC East by far with how mm-hmm. the Bills rolled out there week one. Oh, yeah. And I think, you know, I think Aaron Rodgers is probably going to have something to say about that in about uh, two yeah. hours. Yep. Yep. Aaron Rodgers will be joining us. Sweet. First time talking, I do believe, publicly since his Achilles surgery, which took place on... Two days ago, I believe. Okay. So oh, Friday? Friday? No, That's breaking news. That's breaking news. Yeah, yeah everyone it. thought it was yesterday. Boom! Wow. Posted it. Gotcha! Gotcha! gotcha. <laughs> what? Gotcha. He posted yesterday, had a great surgery yesterday. Therefore, uh, Wednesday. Uh, we didn't read the caption. Yeah, jeez. Yeah. Whatever guess, the case, did you right. did you wish him good luck going into his surgery? And I did. Yeah. Hope it goes well. Everything went well. I think. We read his. We'll ins- ask him. We read his Instagram. You read the IG story. Mm-hmm. You start right putting here. things together with what AJ said and everybody yep. around him. Yep. And I guess people said that they. My take was like how they viewed it. It's like my take is just listening to the people around him. He ain't going out like that. No, no, no way. No, no way is a 39-year-old man with no kids who just worked his ass off to get in the best shape of his life, experience the welcome party that he got in New York, and then have it to end four plays in. Mm. He ain't going out like that. Can't wait to chat with him about it. And if any doubt ever creeped in on a return, because I assume he was going through all of the different de- uh, deciding factors on whether or not he wanted to sign up for a nine-month Achilles heel training. So... You guys talked about with Stephen A. Smith. Greeny, I guess, brought up this morning about Kirk Cousins coming in. How do you guys feel about that with the Jets? So, Stephen A. doesn't care. No, no at not. all. That's not, right? No. I mean, you know, some people just got it and some people don't, which would be a good movie idea on how hmm. that whole thing comes together. Yes. Like, I wonder if there's an actual shot that is given to babies whenever they're born. Like, I think you're welcome. You got you're it. Welcome. Like, you're shot. welcome. You're welcome. And skip one and skip a baby. Yeah. You're, no, you're screwed. Sorry. Can't. Loser. Sorry. No work ethic. Sorry. <laughs> Boom. You got it. You got it. It is something interesting to be chatted about with Kirk Cousins. And I think watching that quarterback series, when I saw he takes all of Tuesday off, okay? Boy. That was wild to me. I'm a big Kirk Cousins fan. Yeah. I love his family. He was very nice to me. But the fact that they were broadcasting that made me immediately think, like, did his teammates know that he takes all Tuesday off? Did all the coaches know that he takes all day Tuesday off? Because, like, me as a punter, like, I'm fake showing my face in the building <laughs> on Tuesday. Like, I think everybody does that. So I think that one little thing might be an indicator of a couple other things. But when Kirk's on the field, especially this year, He's dialing and dealing. And if he was to join that Jets team that's young, very talented, and you would assume with his big-ass brain he'd be able to pick up that offense, I mean, why not have Greeny dream about a potential run this year, even though it was seemingly squandered four plays in? What do they say? What happens? Let's say Kirk Cousins comes in, plays out of his mind. Well. We then what happens? We well, we don't talk about He's on the last year of his contract, Yeah, right? one-year deal. One yeah. year at a time. I mean, obviously, Aaron wants to come back. He comes back, and that's going to be amazing when he does, and I sure hope it happens. All right, let's pivot away from that, and let's talk. I, so you guys just all you all smoke, smoke dope out here? Sounds like it. I don't know if now is the time to ask that question. Just kind of popped up in you my sure? Head. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, is everybody back here high? I <laughs> Good chance. Probably. Out here in Colorado. Skipping class. Beautiful. The weather 
It's awesome. very like cloudy. Yeah. But like perfect. Nice, nice, nice. out. As a, as a human that runs very, very, very hot, when I heard it was going to be like 54 degrees or 55 degrees, I was so incredibly pumped up about it. Dion, though, whenever he first got here, said, we just got to let these Florida boys know it ain't that cold. It isn't. No. It's like perfect out here. And these people are perfect. We appreciate you guys. Hell yeah. Uh, this guy with a mullet. He doesn't have uh, nice. the bounce that Connor's mullet has. Oh, yeah. But he has a sign that says, A.J. Hawk can't tackle me. Ooh. We will certainly give that one a uh, run. Yeah, yeah have, to. have to. There's a lot of grass over there. There's another sign that says, Rap Sheet is a sellout. We didn't say it. No, that no, sign. Man. That's that guy. That I'd, sign said it. Double down on it, though, from me, not from you guys. What's that? Rap Sheet is a sellout. How's the show doing? Oh, it's crushing. Yeah. Uh, I watch every day. Yeah, Record numbers. Never miss a show on NFL+. Plus. I don't love that our numbers are getting projected to the entire world all the time, you know? Because mm-hmm. if we're doing well, nobody needs to know. Exactly. And if we stink, we know. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so this is a whole new world for us. Yeah. I guess there's a lot of people watching us every single day on uh, ESPN YouTube and ESPN+. Plus. We appreciate your hospitality yeah. and letting us in your day. Wow. Find something else, too. Also, use your brains. Let's not do this all no, the time. No. Speaking of brains, Derek Carr said, wow, mine's getting rattled right now. And his first game down there in the beautiful bayou, yep. mm-hmm. down in Mercedes-Benz Superdome of New Orleans, which is known to have a raucous crowd. Derek Carr said he was struggling a little bit. Yep. I believe we have a video of Derek Carr experiencing a home game as a New Orleans Saints quarterback for the first time with Taysom Hill. Bro, uh, yeah, yeah. That's to block out all any noise. So I just hear it clear. Have you always done that? Yeah. Wow. You need to do it, bro. <laughs> he said, wow. You need to do that. I, I never knew that was a thing. Oh, yeah. I bet it helps a lot. Helps that. In Kansas City, <laughs> you hear everything. Cold weather, too. You can hear the whole play. Yeah. Ooh. So he tapes over the ears to make it uh, a little bit louder, a little bit more surround sound. It's like a noise cancellation that he has built with tape. I assume it's two, three levels deep yeah. on mm-hmm. his head. Is this something you've ever done? Yeah. I've seen punters do Watch it. quarterbacks do this. You see quarterbacks when it gets loud, they put their, hand, their hands over the holes. Why do they tape it? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what they do. I've normally, it last night. Normally you tape it or you put even like in Green Bay, they had little wedges when the game was really cold. Sometimes people, it would kind of keep some of that air from going through there, I guess. I never did it, but we had players do that. Okay, you never did it as well. So like... There were some kickers and punters uh, that I would go up to in warm-ups. Yeah. And they would have, like, ear plugs in sure. underneath the helmet. Ear plugs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the sleeping ones? Like the orange ones? The foamy ones? You twist them. Yep. Yeah. Shove oh. them. Yep. Huh. They would have those in in warm-ups. Because I'd be like, hey, what's up, man? They'd be looking that way. Nothing. I'm like, okay, we hate each other. Sweet. <laughs> this Don't is like the you. beef or whatever. And then, like, a little bit later, I'll see the person. And they go, hey. And they take the helmet off, take their ear things out. I probably couldn't hear you. Could you imagine just being in there with your own thoughts? No. No Jeez. Why are they doing it? Uh, I think because of the crowd. They don't want to hear what I think you could dial in, hey, I'm, this is my job. Like I'm kicking this ball. I don't want to hear anything. Head. I have no idea. Honestly, huh. I lost a lot of respect for a lot of people. Whenever they, yeah. It happened, like, four or five times throughout my career. First person I saw it, I was like, uh, must have blown eardrum. This guy. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy must have blown eardrum. Second guy, I see, I'm like mentally soft. This guy. <laughs> yeah. And then like third, fourth, fifth guy, I'm like, oh, this must be a thing that I did not get the memo of. But also, I couldn't do it. I appreciate that Derek Carr has to hear things and everything like that. But I didn't know guys were taping that thing up on a regular basis. Does the green dot on defense ever do it? Usually not. You know, I don't. I haven't seen many guys. Honestly, the most people I've seen do it are when it's a very, very cold game. 
and quarterbacks if they want to hear, but the quarterbacks usually just put their hands up here if they want to hear. You used to oil yourself up. Oh, yeah. Gasoline on your arms. Yeah, that's right. Not just your arms. They have the other stuff that claims it'll like kind of hold heat in. It's like pinkish and you rub it in. Scuba suit? It doesn't really work. Scuba suit works. When it's cold, it's cold. I don't love talking about rumors and drama, but Jason Kelsey pretty much said on Amazon that Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift are dating. Yes, he did. So I'm not. Pretty sweet. Congrats, Travis. Travis. Pretty palm. Tread lightly, Trav. Congrats, love. Don't tread lightly. Go all in. Yeah, well, I agree. Just be an absolute gentleman that you are. Because like we said the other day, you are representing all football. Yeah. And you're going to do an incredible job. All these other jabrones yep. that she was dating, music industry, Come on. actors, Wide. business people, Wide. a bunch of bombs. Welcome Wide. to the NFL, Taylor. This is the man of your dreams. Okay. <laughs> uh, speaking of drama that I don't want to talk about, Stefan Diggs did answer yeah. about the Buffalo Beals reporter who was caught on a hot mic saying, yeah, Stephon Diggs, terrible guy. Yeah. Like, honestly. Basically. This guy, he said uh, the audio shared was very hurtful yeah, well, and was insulting to my character and to how I was raised. I've always treated people how I want to be treated. I greet everyone with smiles and respect, from the people in our cafe to the people that keep our building in clean and in order. Now, an extra in there I don't think you needed at the end. Nope. From Diggs, the media or fans may confuse my competitiveness that they witness on the field as who I am as a person. But off the field, I've never treated anyone how she described and have never said anything remotely close to that to her, more specifically. Remember, she's an employee of the Bills. I don't know why it was said. But this is an example of why people don't want to deal with the media. It's hard to fight the preconceived notions people have about you, regardless of ever having a personal experience with them. Once again, this person works for the Bills. We get you all have a job, and I respect it. But please remember, I'm a human just like you. And if I ever made you or anyone else feel like that, you can't approach me, I apologize. Well said. Hell of a quote. Yeah, Yeah. unbelievable. Way to handle that very high road. Well said. Now... Water under the bridge now, huh? Of yeah. course. Sounds like sure. it. Yeah. Forgotten forever. I, Isaiah McKenzie came out, yeah. stuck up for Maddie, said you didn't have to apologize. Stefan Diggs certainly said, I heard it, didn't like it. And what you were doing, kind of rude, especially as somebody that works for the Buffalo Bills. You know, I understand in a conversation trying to get a pop and saying things. Sure. And that conversation being caught on microphone is a nightmare, I would assume. But you don't need to sacrifice the good face of somebody that you work alongside yeah. as a Buffalo to get that pop. So I think this is a learning lesson for everybody. Mm-hmm. When microphones are around, don't say terrible things about people unless it's A.J. Hawk sure. and how he drinks his own piss right. and drives <laughs> terribly. Exactly. I hope we haven't gone to commercial on ESPN. But like for shoot, though, like actually, if I'm Stefan Diggs, I'm probably going to dislike that woman oh, yeah. forever. For sure. Plus games left this year. That's a long tough. time they're going to be in the building. Hopefully bygones will be bygones, but I did not appreciate it at all because you don't need to take – you don't need to bury somebody else to put yourself over, mm-hmm. which is what she was kind of doing in that conversation. We have too much of that in this world. You can compliment somebody while complimenting something else. You don't have to bury people. So hopefully it's a learning lesson for a lot of people. And shout to Stephon Diggs seemingly getting over it. Well, and for her, it's like he's one of the stars on the team. Like you're, you're relying on him to do your job well, and you think he's going to give her an interview the rest of the year? I don't think so. But also to your point. Well, he'll like, say F you right to Well, yeah, exactly. But, but you could tell when she's talking to the other guy too, like – 
he kind of laughs a little bit, and she's like, oh, okay, nice, got a pop out of him. I'll, 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 let's ring this out as much as I can. Like, oh, yeah, he's a selfish son of a bitch. This guy hates everybody. You know, she, she kind of got caught a little bit, got a little laugh, started feeling herself. It's like, all right, well, you know, whatever. Let's, let's get a big pop out of this guy. Yeah, and Isaiah McKenzie also. I don't know if he signed with the Bills again because he did the preseason with the Colts. So if he's not with the Bills, is Isaiah McKenzie kind of doubling down here? Like, you know what? Yeah, Stephon Diggs was an asshat to me when I was in <laughs> Buffalo. I could never talk to him. He was unapproachable. And the way it ended, obviously, he was running on the sidelines like this, pissed. Now, Stephon Diggs voted captain for the third straight yep. year mm-hmm. for the Buffalo Bills. Three stars. And anytime somebody inside your own building feeds a narrative that's outside your building, you need to stop it quickly. I don't know how the Beals are going to handle this with Maddie as an employee. I assume she's very well liked. You heard the pop in the conversation. Right. But you just can't bury his second biggest star on your team. No. That just can't happen. All right. Hour one wrapping up here from beautiful Boulder, Colorado. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Unreal. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. People and welcome back to the business field here of Colorado. It's Feel Good Friday, September 15th. Hour two of this program starts right now. It's happening. The crowd even got along there. We appreciate the fact that we have things that are so easy and basic that even the incredibly beautiful and humble and hospitable people of Boulder, Colorado. Hell yeah. It's hard not to do that because these beautiful people are standing out here. I think there's a lot of people skipping a lot of classes yep. right now. Nice. There's a lot of people getting hit. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'm a hero when I come to <laughs> yeah. I feel so terrible about it. You got professors basically sending us messages like, hey, tank top asshole. Mm. Every time you come to campus, it seems like everybody misses class. Well, I want to let them know you're learning something here that you can't learn in class. You're learning that five, six doofuses can do a show live in one of the most beautiful campuses mm-hmm. on planet Earth. Yep, hell yeah. Yep. Now, later today, AJ Hawk will be attempting to win four different people, free tuition yep. for the rest of their time here. Oh, whoa! As he will shoot four basketballs into that basketball hoop that is standing in the middle of the beautiful people here at the University of Colorado. It's filled in quite nicely. Yeah. Yes, yes, it has. It has. AJ Hawk's here, Tone Diggs is here, Ty's here, Connor's here. We were looking at our numbers on the internet. You know, last show was at Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Alabama, although al- alphabetically up there at the top, mm-hmm. whenever it came to people that listened to our show, Ooh. there wasn't a lot of Southern Whites that enjoyed us and everything we did. So I was scared to go to Tuscaloosa last week because I had no idea if anybody was going to come say hello to us. They did. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. We're very grateful for them. With that being said, I had no idea. Yeah. We had people in Colorado that listened to our show. Wild. It's big. A lot of them. Yeah. 
Holy hell, look at that. Jeez. AJ, AJ, these people are here to see you, mm -hmm. AJ. That's right, AJ Hawk, baby. I mean, this guy, with the, to revoke my driver's license, not that they have people to take these signs, signs down, right? It's blasphemy. AJ, they're changing your name. Don't yeah. be a little bitch. You have Come to go on. do it yourself, though. Go yeah. out, out, go out there and rip the sign up, though. Okay, Carl. All right. Be before uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson joins us here in a matter of moments, which is so bananas to think so, about. Yeah, pretty yeah. wild. So bananas that he's here. The universe has kind of come together. I mean, he's going to be here, I think, for like an hour or two. So yeah, let's go. Go ahead and buckle up and get ready for a lot coming. Because mm -hmm. yeah. we have, uh, we know this man. Oh yeah, Big I mean, time. I, I've followed this guy a long time. There's a lot of influence from The Rock on how I operate on a daily basis. I think I've actually told people that if you were to take Stone Cold Steve Austin Wide. and The Rock and put them together, I think you could probably get a pretty good indication of who I am <laughs> as a human from watching them. Plus, you add in the fact that my dad's one of the hardest working humans of all time, former truck driver, mom, one year older, happy birthday, secretary. It's like the attitude era of the WWE basically created me. Yeah. A lot of people hate that. So now that we're going to get a chance to chat with The Rock for an hour right here in Boulder, it's a dream come true. It's going to be a Friday we're going to remember forever. Yep. But before he joins us, let's start chit chatting about some other things. We talked about the Philadelphia Eagles running the ball so incredibly well, AJ. With that offensive line that they have, it's almost like, why isn't that their identity? Yeah. But then you think about Devontae Smith and what AJ Brown's able to do, and Jalen Hurts was able to do last year. Remember, his arm was called into question. Is he going to be accurate enough to be an NFL guy? Is he going to be able to understand defenses enough to become a Super Bowl champion to get to the Super Bowl? He answered all those questions last year, but at the beginning of the game last night, it looked bad. Real bad. Jalen did not look good against the Patriots. Nope. Jalen did not look good, and I think he felt it. He started running a little bit more, taking some more shots, trying to press. Are we worried about Jalen losing it? I'm not worried about it. I think this run game, if he does take him a little bit of time, a couple more games maybe to kind of work out the kinks or whatever he has going on, you got a great run game that almost rushed for 300 yards yeah. the other night. And they've been able to run the ball when the other team knows they're going to run right. the ball, too. That's the other thing we say all the time. Can you run it when the defense knows you're probably going to run the ball? And so far, they have. What was it, 10 out of 11 plays? Like, after the first two or three drives weren't going well, they, they said F it, and they, and they ran 10 out of 11 plays, and they went right down the field and scored again. Obviously, with the Jalen Hurts push, by the way, is not going anywhere. I love the tush push. Yeah, yeah. so good. I love yeah. the tush push. There's people, Peter King, who hate the tush push. Hate him. Mm -hmm. Really? Hey, oh, yeah. Peter King wrote a scathing 3,000 Why do we hate it? It's rugby. It's not football. It's oh. dangerous. Yeah. Dangerous. So what about, okay, not the, okay, let's say a running back's running. He gets stood up on the four-yard line, and all the linemen come in, and they kind of carry That's him, football. push him into the end zone. Is but, that different? I mean, don't ask logical questions. Please. <laughs> You're right. I, I should not ask not rational, logical questions. But this You're is right. certainly 92% success rate. Obviously, yeah. we know that from the New Heights podcast with the 92 percenters. And Jason Kelsey's right in the middle of that entire thing. Different strategy for Kelsey this year. Last year, it felt like he got off the ball quicker. This time, he snapped it like waited for somebody to dive mm -hmm. and then used them again. They're they're somehow adapting like the most yeah. basic play in the history of football. And when you got a quarterback that's as big as Jalen is, yep. and you got as much meat as you got on that offensive line, and you only need a half a yard, why not? Connor, yesterday on Hammer Done! 
you said Jalen Hurts scored a touchdown. Yeah. After he didn't score one in the first week was the lock of the night. He certainly did multiple. How do you feel about the tush push still being here? And how do you feel about the Eagles offense? I mean, I love the tush push. I, I think it's a play that should never get, you know, thrown out the door. It almost takes you back to 1920. Hell I feel yeah. like I'm watching football yeah. in its first earliest form. It's nice to see that old school style. But how can you not love the Eagles? I mean, I, I understand the whole worry about him and Hurts not playing well, but it's just like Ohio State. Like, they're going out, they're putting up 34 points, and they're winning. You could say they're winning ugly, but that game wasn't 34-28. They dominated. It was 27 Yeah, they didn't cover, though. Yeah, they, they did. Well, no, they depending did. on what book. Yeah. Depending on what book Yeah, because we got that at six. It was yeah, we push. did. Yes, you got did. Six, you yeah. got you, no, no loss there. No blood lost at all for us. Well, but you got to love the Eagles. I mean, the Niners look better, but we'll see what happens as the season progresses. I think they're still trying to find their identity, too. Like, we saw with how the Colts looked. Like, Shane Steichen mattered. Like, that, oh, yeah. that was a big deal. They're still trying to kind of figure things out with Brian Johnson and, and and they'll get there, but I, I don't think you can discount how important Shane Steichen was to not only Hurts' development, but that offense as a whole. Hey, Coach Sirianni, real quick, what was going on between A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts on the sideline there? Well, again, you know, I told the media, you guys don't need to worry about what we talk about on field, what we need to talk about in the locker room. But, again, hey, guess what? We got a lot of dogs in here, dog mentality. Sometimes two bulldogs are going to fight each other. Okay. Sometimes two bulldogs are going to show their fangs, kind of go at each other. It's all love in here. Uh, we all, you know, share kibbles and bits after a game, big victory. Uh, nothing to worry about with Jalen and AJ. Absolutely nothing. Well, I don't know if that's exactly what he said. Here's the actual video. When Coach Sirianni was asked about the video clip of AJ Brown and Jalen Hurts disagreeing, and remember in the clip, Coach Sirianni is clearly comes over and goes, "Hey, calm down." Here's Coach Sirianni talking about the situation on the sideline. I don't know. I, don't I, didn't, I, didn't see, uh, I didn't see what was going on with that. We're just trying to manage the game. And you were part of well, the TV show that you kind of adapted there. Okay. So say that AJ and Jalen, I guess, heated the, the moment. Conversations we have on the field, they're going to yeah. be private. And the conversations right. we have in, per, in, uh, in our locker room are going to be private. Uh, Y'all don't need to know what's going on right there. Absolutely, <laughs> Coach. Hey, what happened on the sideline? I don't see. Uh, no, no, I do. Coach, you were actually right in the middle. Oh, is that right? Okay. Okay. No, I'm not talking about that. <laughs> that's what he does. What do we call him out? Oh, okay. That is very yeah. much you. Well, when there's no answer for the dumb question, that's what you say. Whoa. Okay. There was an answer. Okay. No. Yeah. I appreciate the fact that he was just like, yeah. nah, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And then immediately, you know, it was a nice Ari Gold moment. Deny till you die. Yeah. Like, hey, pal, what was going on over there? I don't ask me. AJ Brown clearly telling him, hey, I'm open. You can throw the ball whenever I am running around. Jalen said, I got you, but we're running the ball over the place. We're up two scores. Coach Giuliani. That's not him. You guys need to calm down, okay? All right? AJ, we're going to get you your touches, okay? Just let Jalen do his thing out. Jeez, please, okay. I do believe that that is going to be much to do about nothing in the end. Yes, and yes. A.J. Brown is still A.J. Brown. He made some plays. Devontae Smith had a Randy Moss moment yep. to start that thing against mm-hmm. Minnesota Vikings. Then he had a runaway, yep. just like Randy Moss against Woo. the Minnesota Vikings. So they had to relive through it. And Jalen's offense will kind of get there. But, boy, if they're going to be a run team, and if they're just going to dominate on the ground with the offensive line that they have, they've spent a lot of money at the wide receiver position. Yeah. And normally when you spend a lot of money at the wide receiver position, the wide receivers are going to be like hungry, hungry hippos. Mm-hmm. And they are going to want to rock a lot. Do they have enough bones for all the dogs to gnaw on over there in Philadelphia? It, it, got, it worked, though, because right after that, there was two deep balls back-to-back to A.J. Brown. He scored on one of them and got called back. And then on the other side, he barely missed it. But, I mean, this is the same team as last year. They have one of the best O-lines 
in football, they only left, lost their left guard. They're going to run the ball with Jalen. They're going to run the ball with their backs. They're going to take deep shots to those studs on the outside. Eagles, I think, are going to be just fine. How do you feel about something that happened over there in San Francisco, and it involved college football? Brock Purdy walked into a press conference mm-hmm. with a big old Hawkeye head. Hell yeah, because brother. Because he bet George Kittle in the Cy-Hawk battle last weekend, and obviously the Hawkeyes won after scoring – 20 points, baby. 20 nice. points. Okay, well, we got to do to get it done. Absolutely. I believe we have the photo. So this was a nice little man law bet that happens behind closed doors. Kittle got Purdy here. Do you not think, though, if that guy was an Iowa Hawkeye quarterback at some point, you guys would have won it all? How did you guys let that guy become a Cyclone and not a Hawkeye? Well, it's from Arizona. He's not an in-state guy. So, again, that's that's the only thing that I don't like about Brock Purdy. His poise, his composure, you know, his his – innate dog his you know willingness to win uh but you gotta you gotta kind of wonder hey this guy wanted to be a cyclone and then again he doubles down and he bets on iowa state to be no, forced to he's forced to Those well, things happen. i, I get it i, I get it but he can also just be like hey george listen we don't have to do this we don't have to make this public. i'm a quarterback I'm a, I'm a quarterback i'm gonna be throwing you the ball okay so we're, sure. we're not doing this right now i get it um but that this is one thing that he's got he's an nfl guy now Okay, he's got to let it go. He's not a cyclone anymore. They absolutely stink. He knows it. He, I mean, I get it. Okay, You're are they still gambling on everything over there? What Iowa State. Think? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They got about. What about uh, you Iowa. guys too. What about Iowa. Well, see, both. here's the thing. We got we got one guy who got caught. Several other guys who are no longer with the program. Okay, so we're not even going to talk about those guys. They're at, at other places. They got out of there. Um, you Hulk, know what's interesting? Yeah. Sports gambling is legal here in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dion Sanders. Hell yeah. Deion Sanders wears sunglasses and hats. I don't think there's any problems in their locker room about everybody gambling. That's, no, that's def- weird. definitely not a Colorado, but within this same state. I mean, are we so sure about Colorado State? Well, has anyone looked at that yet? I, I don't know. I don't want to be the guy who's kind of pointing fingers over here, <laughs> but let's let's not act like Iowa is the only state with this problem. It yet. sure feels like it. Yeah, it does. We'll bet. It. Sure feels like well, it. People bet. people betting on their own teams against their own teams, maybe and serial killers. That's what Iowa does. Jeez. Boom, what? boom, you yeah, you heard it. He's from, from Des Plaines, yeah. Illinois. Right. Yeah. John okay. Wayne Gacy. John Wayne Gacy is from Iowa. Uh-huh. Lived owner. in Iowa, not from year. Iowa. From Iowa, won Man of the Year in Iowa. This is on ESPN. It's the first time John Wayne Gacy's made his appearance on uh, He is from Iowa. It's about oh, time. ESPN. Yep. So that is obviously the serial killer who had bodies in his basement in Illinois. Mm-hmm. At one point in his story, in this man's hometown, That's he right. was actually elected Man of the Year. Whoa! So that it should be remembered that Iowa did have a small role, mm-hmm. a big role almost, in this entire John Wayne Gacy story. Your hometown, Tom. Yeah, well, again, you know, he was Waterloo JC's Man of the Year, and that's about enterprising business owners. And if you have ever been to the <laughs> KFC on Kimball Avenue in uh, Waterloo, you would know, hey, John Wayne Gacy, again, he invented the KFC Chicken Little and the Double Down, which are still on the menu today. Okay, so, so yeah, sue me because we looked at this guy and we said, hey, you took a fledging franchise and you turned it into one of the top KFC locations in the nation. Sue me. Don't actually. No. Shout out. Brett Favre. Uh, Darnell Washington, the yeah. tight end for the Pittsburgh Steelers, who is six foot seven, and you're not. A man who fell to the Pittsburgh Steelers yeah. late in the draft. You're talking about a guy who was an absolute weapon for the Georgia Bulldogs, won back-to-back national championships as the Georgia Bulldog. And I understand Brock is there, and he's the guy. He's the number one tight end. But if you've got a six foot seven guy who can leap people and move people, that's a guy you're going to want on your team. Mike Tomlin said, you're damn right. Now there's video tone digs oh. uh, this dude just mauling folks and locking people up that's bosa right yeah. there defensive player of the year 
Twitter in Washington Woo. is pancaking him. Are we ever going to see this guy catch a ball in Matt Canada's offense? And what do you expect from a tight end blocking a defensive end, Tone Diggs? Uh, I, don't need, I don't care if he catches one ball. I think he should move to tackle or maybe play the first-round draft pick that you that you had of a tackle. Oh. Put him at put Broderick Jones at left tackle. Washington at right tackle. We got two Georgia dogs at the tackles. Maybe even Matt Canada could call plays for that offense. Probably not. Um, but, you know, he's awesome. He's a dog. I, I will love that man forever from what he did to Bosa in game one. Because you guys said, oh, Bosa, four sacks. Doesn't matter that he missed training camp. Nope. Dog got him. Yeah, well, let's talk about Matt Canada's offense, AJ. Boy. Pittsburgh Steelers have the worst offense in the history of football. Yeah. Kind of like Iowa. Of the NFL. Much like Iowa. It does look like an Iowa yeah, football team Similar in colors. the NFL. Mike Tomlin, though, loyal to a fault. Okay? Matt Canada is like his guy, seemingly. Although yeah. he's coached in a lot of different places and has not been good in a lot of different places. Yeah. Oh. At what point does the coach have to cut loyalty for the good of the team? AJ? That's a great question because loyalty, yes. You have loyalty, loyalty to your players, to your coaches and everything, but also ultimately to your team, right? And the whole program, the organization. So you have loyalty to do whatever is best for that football team. And I don't know what that means as far as Matt Canada's future there. I don't think doing anything in the middle, middle of the regular season helps him, do you? Oh, oh no. man, it keeps going this way. I mean, we, Maybe we just talk, get some more input from I don't some, like some other for, coaches I don't like calling for people's jobs. No. But no, no. if Ben Roethlisberger, hey, Ben, yep. we know you're doing a football and podcast, yep. and we think it's amazing. Great yeah. show. Absolutely. I think it's a great show. Your basement looks awesome. Oh, yeah. The beers that you have down there with what? the boys. Oh, what a Delicious. moment. You had an incredible career. Won multiple Super Bowls. Do what you got to do. But why not go put the headset on for the rest of the year, make some content out of it, and allow Matt Canada to watch how an NFL offense performs? I don't think that's too much to ask for. I think that's very reasonable. Ben lives in the city. Yes, yeah. exactly. You don't have to go to practice. Zoom your way in there. Yeah. I've heard there's GMs for two months taking off around training camp. Really? Yeah. Zooming into practice and everything like that. Have Ben do the same thing. Thing and show up on Sunday's guns blazing. Yeah, hop on his motorcycle and just head into the whoa, city, bro. Whoa, I mean, whoa, 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 whoa. What? Oh, didn't ride that anymore. What? what is your problem? I'm just saying, if he wants to take his Ducati motorcycle or his low rider Harley Davidson, he should be uh, able to do that. It was Hayabusa. Uh, 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 it was not Ayahuasca. He's not Ayahuasca. No, Ayahuasca yeah. Busa. It was a Hayabusa. Ladies and gentlemen, the Steelers conversation has ended at the perfect time. Because there is a crowd yeah. <laughs> of about 30 people mm -hmm. moving through the back end of the business field here. Wow. And in the middle of it is this black Samoan man who has become the most famous human on earth. Obviously, he's in the WWE as a superstar, but what he has done since then, what he has done since leaving the WWE has immortalized him forever. Thank you for the white-haired man with the hat. Make sure he clears the way so we can't see The Rock at all. I assume that is The Rock's security guard. Signing autographs. Great guy. Ladies and gentlemen, a buzz has hit the business field here at the University of Colorado. An insanely handsome and jacked bold man has just stepped foot onto the stage. And whenever his face was seen by the incredible crowd here at Colorado, everybody raised their voice because when Rocky, Rocky, 
Rocky, Rocky, Rocky shows up. You know it's about to be a party. Ladies and gentlemen, the GOAT, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Okay, so The Rock's on the show, boys. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. Huh? The Rock on the show. Whoa. What's up, Colorado? Yeah. yeah. So, I think right now, if you look around, there's thousands, thousands of people skipping class to come see your big ass. Listen. There is thousands and thousands of you skipping class. It doesn't matter if they go to class. <laughs> All, right. All right, let's talk about this, and we, we appreciate go. you joining us. And obviously, when you talk about class, the classes that you went to were down the University of Miami. We've all followed your story. We all watch Young Rock. Thank hey. you. Thank hey. you. Thank hey. you. What the hell of a thing. Thank you, brother. College football. The classes I allegedly went to, but yep. yes, yep. go ahead. Had to for the show, too. You had a, a fake show up. But I feel like college football is still something that you're very near and dear to, even with your incredibly busy schedule. How about Boulder, Colorado being the epicenter of it all right now, and Dion changing the culture completely? I... And in this crowd, this crowd is live. We love live crowds, and, and I, I love college football. You know, it's where in college, like for us, I, I know that, you know, is where... Uh, you learn so much of your life lessons, especially for us down at University of Miami. Played with some amazing players down there. We played against Coach Prime, and you know who was at Florida State. But there's nothing like the college atmosphere. And here's what I love, and you guys can attest to this too: is is you get lucky. I think every once in a while, if you're part of something that is a game changer and changes the face of something. And in this case, Colorado. Coach Prime, changing the face of college football is incredible. Hell yeah. There's going to be some Southern whats that are not going to be happy with what you just said. <laughs> At all. Obviously because Saban and Kirby Smart no, have of national championships. But how quickly they've been able to turn this around means that the leadership at the top is the real deal. Now, I, want, I don't want to pivot away from Colorado. We will talk about them for the next couple yeah. hours, but let's go to you. You've been able to build so many brands now post-WWE. You talk about Terramona. What? <laughs> you talk about Oost Juice Zoa Energy. What? <laughs> you talk about some French toast, I believe you're selling. What? <laughs> Everything you seem to touch has great success. What is it about building brands that you love, and why do you think it's something that you've been good at? <laughs> I think that uh, they've been, they started early. I got you. I got you. I agree. Um, I think that, you know, when it, when it comes to building something and building brands, what I, I've found is, um, and, and it goes back to this show too, which I'm going to bring it back to in a second, is whether it's Terramana or ZOA, Project Rock, it, y you want to do something that you love. Yeah. And if you love something, whatever that thing is, it gets you out of bed, you run towards it, you got to be passionate about it. But the thing about all these brands that I've been lucky enough to be able to build is it all goes back to serving the people, creating something that I feel the people would enjoy uh, in some capacity. But so it's the same thing to me about the show is that you guys get up in the morning, you come to work, uh, you're passionate, you guys have fun, but ultimately you wanna deliver a show to the people and that's what it's all about. Well, I appreciate you talking about our program. 
We were supposed to do this for the last couple Dude, of years. Dude, this has been years in the making. You making this happen today on this Friday, we are so incredibly thankful for Unreal. Oh, thank you, thank you. Thank you, boys. Thank you. And people don't know this. People don't know this about this guy, and obviously everything you do is under a microscope because of how tall and what? charming what? and what? handsome what? and everything. Funny. Sexy. Powerful. Yeah, you know, all those things. Like, people just automatically assume that you've become this out-of-touch psychopath because your schedule was insane. He texted me the other day, said, hey, heard you and the boys are going to be in Boulder on Friday. If you have any room on your show, yeah. would love to... That's what he asked me. So, so all you people that have a, an image or a thought about what this dude is or what he has become, he, I literally get a text from... The Rock, okay, <laughs> hilarious, first of all. Yeah. And then it says, if you have any room, uh, I would love to be able to chop it up with you boys. Know this, and I think I speak for every damn show on earth. Yep. You have time, anytime you want to come <laughs> on. Anytime you want to join you, us, you, you are good. Thank you, boys, thank so you, let's I appreciate it. This has been years in the making though, so yes. thank you. You've been very kind to me too with my WWE run. Anytime I reach out to you for some advice, you took time, you taught me a lot of things, you shared game with me, and I'm forever thankful for that. You need to know that. Honestly. Oh man, of course, I, I appreciate that. And, and I, as I've told you, you've done, I, I, first of all, make, making it to the NFL, is a hard thing to do, mm -hmm. right? Like this guy will tell yeah. you, man, like I, like I tried to do and it didn't happen. So the fact that you were able to do that, that's hard. The fact then that you transition into something that you love and you deliver this show for the people every single day, not only is it hard, but it's gratifying too, man. Yeah. And you put, you put your passion in this thing. So yeah, so when I text you, I'm not gonna assume, dude, like, yeah, I'm just gonna show up and put me on. So I said, hey, you got any room? Hey, start assuming that. Yeah, you should. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Should. Start assuming that, or I guess never do that, which leads me to my next conversation with you because you've done something remarkable in your home state of Hawaii. You've put together this people's fund that you put millions, hey! millions of dollars into, and then it was, almost immediately scrutinized. Yeah. Can you talk about the People's Fund that you put together, the magic behind it, and yeah. then also the response that has come alongside, I assume, everything that you do? Yeah, man, uh, sure. So the People's Fund of Maui is, is a fund that we started, and uh, the idea was to create a fund for these people who had been, there. it was the worst fires in US history in over a century. Jeez. And so many lives destroyed. The idea was, let's put this fund together. Let's create a fund where the money will go directly into their hands. Right now, it's a thing that people need. And so we put this fund together and I donated millions of dollars of my own personal money up front. And uh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> millions and millions. <laughs> um, and and then, uh, but then the criticism, some criticism came in. I got to tell you about the criticism. I totally get it. And I completely understand. Uh, you know, money's not growing on trees. Uh, a lot of people out there are living paycheck to paycheck. And I get it. I've been there. I've had seven bucks. We've all been there. And a lot of you got, like, we've all been to that place, right? <laughs> Especially back in college, so yep. and 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 I and I get and I get why it made some people upset, and I could have communicated that message uh, a lot better. What I should have said was, "All right, guys, we got a People's Fund of Maui. We're all heartbroken, heartbroken, devastated. Millions of dollars here. I'm donating. That's going to go directly into the people's hands. Uh, I appreciate all the love and all the support and all the prayers. Keep it coming, and um, <laughs> yeah, <but> listen. <laughs> keep it coming. Yeah, but and, you got to remember, though, like." ESPN during these games, 
we'll put up a Red Cross link mm -hmm. for like, hey, you come on and donate. They're not talking to every human that's watching. They're just talking to the people right. that are able and want to be able to do it. I think the message you were saying was a good one. I think the People's Fund is, what, it's the first ever. I think Dude, this is one of the first ever where this has happened. What, 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 we've, what we've created, and thank you for saying that. I, I really appreciate that. But again, at the end of the day, I totally get it. It's my accountability, and I'll be better next time. So two things on that. The People's Fund... Uh, is we've changed the game with this because never before has a fund been made. You remove the red tape. The money's not going through 15 different organizations. goes directly to the people. They'll start getting their money next week. What? Which is next week. Wow. Which, which is awesome. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And by the way, the other part to this is, this is the stuff that I love. And we've talked about social media and the power of social media. And what you guys have been able to do is like what we have in this relationship that we have on social media, dude. And this is what I love about you guys. If you love something, you tell your boy, right? <laughs> now, if you hate it, you tell your boy. <laughs> and that's what they were doing. So I totally get it. Last question for me about that in this particular conversation before the boys have a couple. How do you handle it? You're the most followed, what, American dude in the world. I think you're like the most followed human. I want, you put something up the other day. And within like four minutes on Instagram, it had 475,000 views. Jeez. Just like that out of nowhere. Everything you do on social media is huge. I think it's a massive piece of the puzzle that is The Rock. Do you see the feedback how, and how I do you handle I see it all the time. I see it all the time. I Man, look, they say I terrible listen. things about me. I can't take it. I'm too mentally <laughs> I got to block, dude, block, dude. You just, you handle it all? How do you handle it all? Well, do you ever get shook? You, well, you, what you do is you, you try to take it with all with, with a grain of salt in context. Sometimes people get pissed. Sometimes people feel this way. They feel that way. But at the end of the day, it's a platform and that's what I invite and that's what we should invite. Uh, and then that's it. Man. People say mean stuff on the internet. That mm -hmm. <laughs> rock bottom out of yeah. nowhere. Connor has a question for you, Rock. Yeah, Rock. Obviously, you know, you just mentioned it. Playing in the NFL is tough, but also, you know, headlining WrestleMania multiple times. I'd say that's pretty damn tough too. Yeah. Congratulations on that as yeah, well. Sure. Thank Come you. on, yeah. weapon. Are there any that stand out to you? Are there some you go back when you're thinking about, you know, your career in the WWE that you immediately think, "Wow, that was incredible. How did I even pull that off in the moment?" Uh, I would say two, two things. Uh, my first WrestleMania that I headlined will always be special to me, and that was with a guy, you guys might know him, Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> uh, uh, if you want to hear me raise some hell, give me a hell yeah. Hell yeah! Shout out to Stone Cold. Still got it. Yep. Still got the juice. That was always special. But I would probably say the last WrestleMania I headlined with John Cena. We were at MetLife Stadium, New York. And um, I went in as WWE champion. The whole idea of the match was at the end of the match, I was going to crown him champion. We were going to crown him champion. Pass the torch. He goes on as champion. And um, I walk off into the sunset. So... About 10 minutes into this match, I take a rock bottom, which is my finisher. He gives me about 10 minutes into the match, and I, I go up extra high. I, I start to turn, um, and I over-rotate. He drives me down into the mat, and I feel this, and I don't know what it is. Ooh. And I'm laying there. There's 85,000 people in New York, and I'm like, oh, damn, what just happened? I thought a bone came through my skin so oh, you could see in the match I start to put my hand down my trunks a little bit and I just check it out alright what's going to happen and, and so there was no bone I was like man something happened though. I don't know what it is I get up 
Now I start to get numb from the waist down. And I can't feel anything. And the referee says, you okay? And I, and I said, yeah, I think I'm okay. And I said, how much? Dude, I said, no, you're not. <laughs> no, that's all right. But we can't, you know, hey, time out for a second. Let me go to the sideline. Um, so I asked to the ref, I said, how much more do we have left in the match? He goes, hey, about 25, 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you know how you're in that moment sometimes in life. It's like you can call it off or you could go for it and finish what you committed. And uh, so I continued in the match, couldn't feel anything. And I didn't have a lot of movement in my leg. So I had to kind of like use momentum to move my leg. And at the end of the match, I'm feeding up to John Cena. It's like I'm turning, feeding into his big finish. Now this is it. We're in wrestling uh, terminology. It's called we're going home. This is the final thing before the big one, two, three. Hell yeah. Appreciate Match is brother. over. Um, I feed up, and as I'm, <laughs> as I'm turning into him, I'm literally praying to God, the universe, yeah. Buddha, whoever is <laughs> yeah, higher yeah. power. Uh-huh. Please, and I wasn't praying for, hey, don't hurt me more. It was give me the strength to endure this chit show that's getting ready to yeah. happen. <laughs> and so... I get up, he gives me his big slam, which is, you know, you go about 10 feet up in the air. I land, as soon as I land, bang, again. Oh. I, I feel oh, my, just up, all upper body go, <laughs> wound up, completely tearing my abdomen. What? Oh my God. In three places, so I had to have emergency hernia surgery, three. Gee. But then what happened down here, uh, 10 minutes into the match was, I tore the top of my quad and my adductor from my pelvis. What? <laughs> what? What the hell? So, finish the match. 25 dude. minutes. 25 left. minutes. Dude, I'm not saying tough or anything like that. It was just, you know, in that moment, you just, thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, I'm right yeah. I am. Thank you, Rob. Come on. Thank you. I just, you want to go out on your shield. And it was important that I raised John Han at the end. And, and then that was it. And was that your last match? That was my last match, man. Okay, because like every time somebody talks about you, uh, obviously, the wrestling fans would take you back in the WWE every single day, any day that you would do it. We all understand, though, that you have an incredibly busy schedule. But then the conversation started revolving around the fact, like, if did, did, did we know that all that happened to you in that match, by the way? No. <laughs> no. no, I don't think I did. Like, no, that's we, brand new information. No, you did not know. No, no, no. Fans no. did not know that all that happened. F- fans knew the first part that I got hurt, but not uh, everything else. Okay, so I assume after that, surgery, rehab, that's months and months, right? Of this was, I did triple hernia surgery, emergency surgery, but the tearing the quad off my pelvis, I had to go shoot Hercules. Oh so oh. I actually shot that movie Hurt. I didn't do surgery, so everything kind of just scar tissued up, and... <laughs> Weapon. You're a psychic. Of all the guys looking at me crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, he's got no, he, his knees are, he can't even walk this right. guy. I mean, it's a whole thing. So great. now that we're learning all this, that kind of enforces the fact that people say, the reason why you don't get back into the WWE as much is because if you get injured, it potentially slows down your entire, you have hundreds yeah. of people that work on your movies. Your team is one that relies upon Thousands them. of people, man. Yeah. 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 Thousands. <laughs> Thousands. Hey! Thousands. Thousands of people. That, that is a massive reason why I assume that you haven't been able to get back as much as like all the WWE fans have been looking for. Or? Honestly, brother, it's not, it's not the injury that I'm concerned about because that's just part of it. It's just part of the game. You sign up for it. You get hurt. We all get hurt. That's just the way it is. Um, it's not even the schedule because I could control the schedule to a large degree. It always comes that me going back to uh, WWE and wrestling a match always comes down to the reason why and what can we create that's never been done before for the fans. So 
that's, that was, that's the idea. Okay, which is perfect. Let's lead into last year in LA. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So far. Uh-huh. Roman obviously on an incredible run. Yeah. The bloodline, huh? Yeah. They're not talking about my bloodline. No. They're not talking about Connor's <laughs> nope, bloodline. Definitely no. not. Ty's definitely not. Nope. Mm. Tones, no. AJ Hawk's bloodline runs real deep. They're not yeah. talking about they were talking about uh yeah. Your bloodline. So that story was a big one. The Rock and Roman, SoFi, LA. How close? Did that ever, and was that close? All right. So the, the Rock uh, headlining WrestleMania with Roman Reigns, SoFi Stadium, uh, that was locked. Oh. What? Oh. We were. D- <laughs> no way. We, we were doing it. We, no, we, we, we were doing it. We were doing it. But let me just tell you. So uh, about in, in the beginning of 2022, um, Nick Khan, who we know, shout friend out to of Nick, ours, shout out very Nick. good friend, Dog. long time for years. Dog. Yeah. Uh, he's the man. He was very instrumental in bringing Vince and I together. We all flew to L.A. We met. We sat. This is the beginning in 2022. And we broke out <laughs> the Terramana. We toasted life, yeah, toasted yeah. the business we love. And about an hour later, we started talking about the potential of what this match could be between myself and Roman Reigns headlining WrestleMania at SoFi. And we shook hands and we hugged right there, all three of us at the table and said, let's do this. And so the North Star though, so then we had a year Mm -hmm. to really think about this. So the North Star thought was, okay, let's not do something good, let's not do something great, let's do something unprecedented. And it was in what can we create for the fans that has never been done before. A match, great. Roman, incredible athlete. He's gonna be on Mount Rushmore. Super handsome. Super handsome, good dude, my cousin, family. Amazing. We can have the match, but the bigger thought was, what can we do for the fans in this business that we love that will, uh, where where WrestleMania isn't the end of something, it's actually the beginning of something bigger. Got it. So. So what happened? (laughs) So we got really, really close, but we couldn't actually nail what that thing was. So we decided to put our pencils down, and then we agreed, hey, listen, there's, uh, there's a merger coming up, Eventually, that will happen. There's WrestleMania in Philadelphia. Oh, Ooh. Ooh. Whoa. 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 the eyebrow. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> what are you saying? Whoa. I'm, I'm saying, I'm Whoa. saying that that's a potential too. So oh, okay. Open, open, open. Hey. I'm open. I'm open. Okay. I'm open. But again, let's figure out what that is because the fans deserve something just incredible and unprecedented. And not only that, but also want to deliver to the locker room and the boys and the, and the girls back there are working their asses off. What can we do to put them in a position where they're part of something that is a new change, an era in this world of pro wrestling? Again, Vince is a big picture thinker, as you know. Yes, sir. And this is why we've gotten along for years, just trying to think big picture, so. How do you feel about his mustache right now? <laughs> strong. How do you feel about his strong? Strong. Oh, strong. Yeah. Strong. 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 Did you ever strong. think you'd see the day you sell the company? Mm, um, You've known him how long? How long you know Vince? I, I met Vince when I was 11 years old. Okay. Dude, I met Vince in Madison Square Garden. I was 11 years old. My Shut old man up, was wrestling with uh, Andre the Giant, Tony Atlas, wrestling my uncles, the Wild Samoans, mm-hmm. uh, Roman Reigns. Dead. Dead. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the blood uh, blood. we get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We understand. Um, and I first met Vince then. So we go way, way back. I never, no, I never thought he would sell the company, but I'm not surprised because he's always about big picture. He's always about growth. And think about where he's come from. 
from his first WrestleMania to now what the company was valued at, and this merger is really incredible. You, so. talk, you talk about your seven bucks story. How about him? Trailer Park Trash, Vince McMahon. Yeah. Now worth, what, six billion or something like that. At least. Congratulations. At least. Yeah. Yes. Congratulations. Hasn't made the right decision all the time. <laughs> Has certainly done some things that people say, Matt, bad guy. He came on our show and he said, if I'm an asshole, I'm an asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I asked him about people asking, but an incredible American dream success story, just like you. AJ has a question Thank for you. Thank you, brother. Hey, I want to know what else is out there that you haven't jumped into. Obviously, you're a big picture guy. You're a big thinker. We, we know Terramana. I think there's some of that floating around here, this set as well. We're going to break open the Terramana. We're all doing a toast. But what's left out there? Is there any other, uh, like, what realm of this world have you not tackled that you would want to? Oh, you're president. Yes. Yeah. 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 I'll vote for you. I'll vote for you for sure. Thank I'm you. in Ohio as a swing state, too. I live there. So, yeah, we'll <laughs> Thank, <go>. you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That's it. Okay. Boom. Yep, there it is. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I, I just want to continue to c keep pushing along. And a lot of times when the thought is, uh, what can we create? So here's the thing, I, I realized this, I got really lucky um, over the years, I put some good people around me, I had a lot of guys and women who were able to say, hey, you got some talent and <laughs> let's work hard. <laughs> <laughs> but you probably get garbage. You probably get garbage pitched to you all the time. I'm thinking, like, I can't imagine all the stuff people try to bring you. Hey, look at this. Look how amazing this could be. Oh, right. I get pitched. Yeah, oh, that's what I'm yeah. saying. And I'm, you know, obviously. Yeah. With oh, every, everything's a great idea. And here, uh -huh. listen to this song. And I got a great script. And check this out. This is going to be the next great product. Um, but I, I got really lucky along the way. You get lucky if you're sitting on top. If you work hard at whatever it is you do, and you get a chance to make it. You make it, which I've been very lucky to be able to say, hey, thank you. By the grace of God, I made it, but uh, thank you. Yeah. But now, so when, when you get up here and you guys, when you get out of college, you guys are going to see, you're all going to work your asses off, yeah. right? To get yeah. to where you need to go. And once you get up here to the top of the mountain, you got a choice. You could either ride off into the sunset or you could do what I think all of you will do, which is build more mountains. Yeah. All right. Especially in the Rockies. Yes. Yeah. So that, that's the place I'm in now. I'm just looking to build more mountains. We got the Beautiful. rock in Boulder. Yep. Okay? Yeah. Think about that. Pretty cool little right thing there. Right itself. As you in Boulder. piece it together. And I brought it up. Okay. And I, you, you talked around it. And you went right back to him. <laughs> but was there ever a time? I know in Young Rock, it's uh, like 2032, you're running for president. Obviously, that was a comedic series that we got to learn a lot about you. I yeah. thought it was a fantastic idea, by the way, to do your documentary that way. Thank I you. Thought it was, I assume there's another doc coming. But in there, you're running for president. That's kind of how the whole season one is kind of based upon. We thought a couple years ago there was a chance your big ass was going to be standing on a debate stage, uh -huh. and we couldn't wait for you to battle <laughs> yes. with everybody. With the pressure that you have upon you to be a perfect human in the position that you're at. Are you not the right person to potentially become president because of how much shit gets thrown at your shins already? And that's kind of the most determining factor? Dude, I, I, I don't know if I'm the right guy or, or, or not the right guy. I, I, I gotta tell you that I have been um, just really overwhelmed. It's so humbling to have people tell me what they tell me and these um, polls that come out. There was a poll came out last year, 43 or 40 percent yeah. of Ooh. the people said they would vote for me as president, which yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh -huh. A lot of people. Um, That's a high percentage. Wow. I think the current, the last 10 presidents, about three years into their terms, 
I think they're at like 15%. Yeah, not sniffing that. So you're already double, <laughs> you're already double <laughs> with oh, yeah. the president Killing them. right now. Dude, I, you know, look, from seven bucks to having that kind of conversation is really incredible. Uh, right now, I got, uh, I'm a proud girl dad. I got a seven-year-old. I got a five-year-old man, and I love being home. I love taking them to school, picking them up, uh, and making cookies and doing that. And I just know that if something like that, the presidency would happen, all that goes away. And I've been there before. I got a 22-year-old daughter, too, as well, who's in pro wrestling. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's kicking ass. I'm so proud of her. But with, I, I, in wrestling, I was gone all the time. And I missed so many years with her. And it's heartbreaking, dude. So I feel like I don't want that to happen right now with my girls. Now, my girls will eventually grow up and get older. And then maybe. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> oh, hey, look out. Hey. As the kids get older, I think Mark Cuban said the same thing. He's like, maybe as my kids get older, because the commitment's real and your personal life is over. Speaking of your personal life, how do you find so much time to work out all the time? Yeah. You know, I know you got the Iron Paradise, hardest worker in the room, Project Rock, number one seller in every single thing. (laughs) You are an inspiration to a lot of us who are getting absolutely jocked. Dude, look at you, dude. Yeah. 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 Look at that. Come on. I'm trying to get in shape, you know, trying to do my thing, get jocked, but you are like the most fit man on earth that's a full were you like the most jack punter in nfl history i I, I, now i am i was a slob though i was able to bomb the ball without being in shape so i did (laughs) i I continue to do that but like for you that's a huge part of your business a huge part of your life how do you work out four hours what is your workout how do we look like you I, I, well, you're never going to look like yeah, me. You but don't. Here's, <laughs> Impossible. <laughs> Nobody yeah. No, I, dude, I, I love working out. I love training, but it goes back to my old man. My old man, if you guys don't know, he was, a, he was a pro wrestler way back in the day. And he used to, that was our bonding time. He would grab me, take me to the gym. Um, it's like I talked to Aaron Donald. He had the same growing up. His dad would take, us, yeah. take him to the gym. What age you start? Sitting, uh, five. Okay. But, but not working out, but just come to the gym, sit your ass in the corner, and then that's it. So well, I was I around that gross culture. Start lifting. Yeah, you're not supposed to lift too early. No, don't work too hard. started lifting when I was 14. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Nine years, right. know yeah. the gym. You've been in there. Mono <laughs> But I, but I need that. So for me, life is crazy and busy and loud, and the gym is always my sanctuary. It's my time to get away for that hour, hour and a half, sometimes two hours, whether right. it's 5 o'clock in the morning or midnight. Yeah, last night I think you were How about you? in real late. Me, I'm in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm in there, and I do arms every day. That's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, just the arm workout. Yeah, because I wear tank tops, you know? So yeah. the big dipshit in tank tops only needs to have good arms. I haven't done an ab in about a decade or so. An ab. An ab. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't even done an ab. Uh, Tone has a question for you in a cowboy hat. Yeah, Rock, Mr. Johnson. Um, on the show, we use this word, and, and it's kind of, we kind of use it to describe good vibes or this energy that we're talking about. And I, and I know... Boom. They know. Yep. They know. Yep. And I, I know what Terramana is. It's one of the best tequilas in the world, okay? What? And I know what Moan, Moan is. It's one of the best animated films of all time. What? Okay? Can't, can't wait for the live action. Thank you. Yes. But we, you're welcome. We talk about Mana. What can I say except you're welcome? And we talk about Mana. Honestly, listen, kid, I could go on and on. I could explain every natural phenomenon. Yeah. The tide, the grass, the ground. Oh, that was Maui just messing around. I couldn't even let it bury it. It's got sprouted a tree. Now you got coconuts. What's the lesson? And what is a takeaway? Don't mess with my way when he's on a breakaway. Oh. And the temperature here on my skin oh. is a map of the victories I win. Look oh. where I've been to make everything happen. Look at the me, 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 my way. Just ticket to tapping. That's it. Wow. <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> wow. 
still got it. Well, we talk yeah. about Mana on the show, Man. but since you were here, I think it's no one better to tell us exactly what Mana is and how much you're carrying around at one single And time. are we allowed to say this yeah. as Watts, not from Hawaii? <laughs> yes. You can, yes. Uh, so Mana is a term that we have um, uh, in my culture, one of my cultures. I'm half black and half Samoan. Mm -hmm. And uh, on the Samoan side, Polynesian side, we have a word called mana. Mana is spirit. Mm -hmm. Mana is, is power. Mana, you could feel it. Mana comes from in here. Mm -hmm. It's the thing that gives you goosebumps. Yes. It's that thing you feel. It's that thing when I walked out and we felt this thing. This yeah. is mana. Yeah. Yeah. This mana. is mana. mana. It, it's very, very, very real. And you could feel it. Mwah. Hi. You could feel it. Mana. So that's what mana is. Thank you for bringing it up. And, but mana is everywhere. Yeah. And if you pay attention to it, you could feel it, and you could always use it, I think, to your advantage and f find your power in that way, man. I can feel it. Big Oose. Yeah, Bob's mana. Yeah. Yes. Chills right now. Big Oose, you radiate mana. Yes. Big mana Thank from you, the brother. Big Oose. Uh, let's talk about the mana of XFL. Obviously, this was something that you got involved in. We were all pumped about. There were so many different rumors about, is the XFL going to team up with the CFL? Or are they going to yeah. do something else? Are they going to get a deal with the NFL? Mm -hmm. How hands-on are you with the XFL? Seemingly a lot. I see you at all those workouts, lining up a defensive end against some of these offensive linemen. Yeah. I see you at the games, hands-on yeah. there with Danny, who's obviously somebody who runs an incredible business alongside of you. But yes. the XFL, first season, there was some news that came out about it. And then you said, hey, this is a long-term commitment. I'm not worried about just one season. I'm here for 10. Is that still your mindset on it? And how much does the XFL change, you think, over the next few years? Well, I think, number one, the XFL has changed my life. And I think that with the XFL, I, I, like you guys, I, I love the game of football. Yep. yep. And I wish the XFL was around when I was coming out of Miami. We just had the NFL or nothing. Mm -hmm. CFL for sure, but it's like you want to go to the league, especially if you go to University of Miami, yeah. right? <laughs> and I played all the, those players there. So with the XFL, we uh, were able to buy the league, start this league up. I didn't make it in the NFL. That never happened for me. So years later, this full circle story can come back around where – I can buy this league with Danny Garcia, our chairwoman, and along with Redbird Capital, and we can create these opportunities for players, and you, you guys know this, who otherwise wouldn't have these opportunities. And there was what, like 26 guys, or, or I forget how many guys. We have over 80 guys in NFL right now at, at camp. And they wouldn't have got a shot. Yes, wouldn't have, wouldn't have, wouldn't have got a shot. So the XFL, it, hands on for sure, and it's, it's really been uh, so gratifying. And the NFL, I gotta say this, Roger Goodell, Troy Vincent, those guys have been so supportive from day one. And we went up there to New York, hat in hand, respectful. We're not looking to compete. You, you don't compete with the league. There's only yeah. one NFL yeah. Yeah. forever, and you guys know that. Um, so we're here, is there any way in the spirit of growing the game of football, can we partner? And they said yes, and you have our support. Hell so it's yeah. really been amazing. Anytime man. you got the NFL backing you in a football thing, I think you're going to be okay. I think you'll be all right. Yeah. Yep. With that being said. And, and not only that, but you bring up Danny, by the way. Thank you for bringing weapon. her up. What we did, again, in doing something, I think that's not only never been done, but also creating this, um, creating this story that people can be inspired by, pulling mana by. Uh, we have Danny, uh, chairwoman of the XFL. Her name is on the ball. Uh, a woman of color, a woman in a male-dominated world, man. I mean, it was—it's fantastic. Yeah, you did a lot of great stuff. Yeah. Huh? yeah, did a lot of great stuff in that first season with your leadership of the XFL. We can't wait to watch it continue to grow. We only have a few minutes left here on ESPN, and then we'll transition. Oh well, wait into a second. We need. I'm yeah. sorry. Go ahead. 
No, that's what I was kind of hinting. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I was kind of, you were picking up what I was like. I, I'm no. picking up yeah. because uh, it's five o'clock somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here we go. That's a big cup. Oh. Oh. Roman's Knock a dog. Oh, it's all right. Roman's a dog. Give him the people's elbow. <laughs> all right, boys. Here we go. Come on, brother. There you go. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, they want him to kill him. Oh, he's a good guy. He works his ass off. And we need him tomorrow. We, we need him tomorrow. <laughs> uh, Hi, speaking boys. of tomorrow. Yes. You're the uh, guest picker on game day tomorrow? The guest picker on game day, brother. Dude. Let me tell you something about that. So, you know, you're living the dream. You guys are living the dream. So I just saw Lee Corso, met him. Yep. I mean, I think it was the first time I met him. And he was like, can you believe how far you've come? I was like, dude, years ago, we used to all, you know how all the college boys, you stand around, you, you're sitting in a hotel room before the game watching oh, yeah. yep. uh, game day. I said, I used to just watch and hope that you would say my name back <laughs> yeah. when I was at Miami, man. And now look, here we are. So I can't wait. It's his 400th headgear this yeah. weekend. Wow. 400 man. of them. Still got his fastball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you're going to be there. It's going to be awesome and electrifying. Hey, we're going to hear that pop there? Speaking what? of electrifying, here's the iconic sound. You guys know it. Ooh. Oh, good times Perfect. are on the horizon oh, this Feel Good Friday okay, nice heavy. in Boulder, yeah, Colorado. Thank you. Here, I'll pass it down. Hey, how many, how many cases of this did you sell in the first year? We, uh, with Terramana, just so you guys know, and a lot of you, and it's because a lot of you guys, is we wound up uh, shattering all records in the oh, business. Yeah. Is that good? <laughs> of course. Is that good? It's of course. That, it's yeah. that good. All right, boys. Shall I? To you, pal. Oh, we need one. Oh. Here you go, Thank you. Who knows? All right. Uh, listen, this one, this special Terramana toast goes out to passion. Congratulations on your show. Very proud of you. Very proud of all you boys. And to all of you. Love you guys. Thank you for the support. Keep kicking ass. Cheers. Cheers. Gotcha. I'll tell you what. Ooh, oh my good. That was delightful. So good. You know, I was getting to the point where I was so in the zone to listen to you talk, trying to learn your game there, that I was almost feeling like I was in the middle of a game. Yeah. You know, I'm like, all right, every word that comes out of this guy's mouth, let's make sure we're hungry, hungry, hippoing it. Yep. Then I take a little tequila and I remind myself, we're having a good time on this. We're having a good time, Great baby. Time. And Sports Center will be on in about seven minutes after this break starts. We will continue this conversation with the legend that is Dwayne The Rock Johnson on YouTube and ESPN Plus. Yeah, baby. We hope that you win every single bet this weekend. We hope your team wins. And we'll see you on Overreaction Monday at noon Eastern. You're all the best. <laughs> Goodbye. Hey, I, th- hey, I think we can go. Hey. We're off of ESPN. You guys fucking killed it out here. Now, man, unreal. I would like to say, this big bastard's got a heavy hand. This yeah. hand. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I got a heavy Quadruple. hand. Bottle's gone. gone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's start talking a little let's bit. Let's do more. it. Okay, so how did you... you 
As the people chant the rock's name in Boulder, Colorado. Uh, so you've always just been a tequila guy? Yeah. Always been a tequila uh, guy? Whiskey. Do you have your own whiskey? Not yet. You should. You're yeah. Still, yeah. We're still Boom. live on YouTube right now. Oh, okay. oh good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Fuck yeah. There you go. Let's do it. There it is. Let's go. There you go. Yes. But you, how'd you decide tequila was going to... This is... Good. Very delicious. It is, yeah. I so a long time Thank you, boys. I appreciate it. So about this tequila, just so you know, uh, in, in this world of spirits, as I've learned, and you had to learn like baptism by fire right away, is there's so many of the tequilas, especially the, the big ones that everybody knows, they're made in distilleries where hundreds of other tequilas are made. Oh. So the barrels are shared, the machinery is shared. With Terramana, we thought, let's do it differently. Let's do it the right way. Only Terramana is yeah. made in our distillery, so it's kind of got a pretty good distinct taste. Yeah. And I also wanted to make it so I wanted to make it the cleanest, so there's no, there's not a lot of bullshit in it. It's yeah. completely clean. Big. Oh, there you go. We gotta I finish the some, bottle. Yeah, we gotta have to. Multiple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was just gonna say, <laughs> if you're offering, yeah, sure. Twist my arm. I guess I'll drink your tequila. What? Thank All you, right. sir. So, Cheers uh, to you, sir. The boys in the truck, obviously, incredibly pissed that they got none of it. Uh, we'll we'll yeah. take care of the boys. Okay, <laughs> there, okay. There, there, there. We'll take care of the boys. Hey. Tequila's coming. Let hey. me ask you guys this. You haven't, what, what's the best part about what you guys do? I'll go first. Yeah. Getting a chance to do something like completely different than how it's normally done has been hilarious and exhilarating. And waking up and working with your friends, completely different ball game than working with a bunch of other people. Yeah, that's right. So I think those two things are really what we're And doing. when you talk about doing things your way, yeah. right? Because I know that's important to you. And this is why the vibe and the mana of this show is different. You just feel it. Yep. Yeah, you got those yeah. goosebumps. Too. Nice, yeah, a little mono. So, uh, what, 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 when did you know you, you needed it to be done your way in order for it to make it work? So, I think these guys know this. So, we st we've been doing this show for five years now, six, six years six, now. Six. six, yeah. And, like, nobody wanted our show. So, like, I would get independent contracts for networks to go do things. And I would always say, like, yeah, we have a show. And they're like, YouTube show, all right, see you later, see you mm -hmm. later, see you later. So it was almost out of a matter of necessity that we'd, like, I had a belief in the talent that the boys had. I had a belief in our engine. You know, we go every day, four hours. We've been doing this a long time. Like, this is what we do. Wow. During COVID, the world stopped. We did not miss a fucking no. show. No it wasn't one show. Yeah. We, McAfee and Hog Sports Talk. We added two hours <laughs> yeah. to our daily regiment yeah, when right. everybody else stopped. Yeah. So it was like almost out of necessity that we had to do it this way. But the team that we have, like, show the, hey, Foxy, cut to the back there, please, to you guys. That guy on the left right there. Mm -hmm. See, so that's, that's Zito right there. He is like a phenom whenever it comes to tech and like connecting things and yes. Wi-Fi, what you need for a show. And then the guy on the right next to him, he kind of looks like a little bitch-made cat. So yeah. Yeah. He is. He that's, is. That's Evan Fox right there. He's one of the greatest video editors of all time. So as we continue to build and learn and fail and then learn and then fail and then learn, we yeah. got to a point where it was like, I don't have time just because you're wearing a suit to tell me what's going to work and not, what's not going to work. So kind of kindly go fuck yourself. Yes. And that's kind of how we've been. Yes. And it's all because of how talented the boys are. Rock, I love that, man. Well, yeah, I love that. I remember when we went down with COVID, you guys kept going, Yes. Yeah. which drew me. That's probably about the time we started connecting in around that time. I love that because it, it also just reminds me of what Dana White was able to 
to do mm-hmm. with the UFC. Instead of shutting everything down, he went for it. Doubled down yes. on it and just go for it. See, AJ, what do you like about the show? You just love showing off your personality every single day? Yeah, I guess. Talk? I mean, book show? <laughs> it's, it's absolutely bizarre every single day. I, I can't lie. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I love about it because yeah, I got four young kids. I'm chasing them around all the time. I get to connect from Ohio to these guys in Indianapolis and I love it. I'm in my little cocoon up there, and I get to just chime in and do my thing. And Pat obviously is a very unique, Did you guys play supremely together? talented guy. No, I didn't even know Pat until we were pretty much done. I was done playing pretty much, right? He, he, well, hey. he doesn't think I could tackle him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I couldn't tackle well. him. Hey, he weighs 20 pounds more than me right now. So, yeah, I don't know. I have to go low. All, all, all time leading tackler, though, right? For Green Bay. For Green Bay, yeah. Goddamn yeah. 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 right. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Pretty good. Bring on. And right, how about you, boys? Um, I was in a cubicle doing sales and I, I was happy or at least I thought I was happy and then you come and do this and it locks a different happiness because it's it's kind of doing something that you never thought you would do especially in front of a crowd like this yeah. and then like Pat talks about how like getting out of the NFL you guys miss the locker room feel we have that every single day it's like a family yeah. locker room feel every day that's the best yes for sure. yeah for sure I mean same deal you know you you work the other side of this and then I mean look at us today I'm fucking on a stage with the rock yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> I looked up to and loved my entire life he actually just, he's a movie yeah. uh degree yeah. he has a question for you rock actually about all oh, yeah no I, I mean first of all it, it pains me that I mean I don't know about anyone here but there's like a generation of people who just look at you and go, hey, that's the biggest movie star in the world. They have no idea how you electrified audiences in the WWE for so long. But I'm just curious, like, how busy you are? Like, I know Black Adam was a passion project, and and obviously critics are going to say... You see that? I got one. one. (laughs) But no, but but that's real. Critics are going to say bullshit, and I think you get a bad rap, especially, because, like, you're not making art house stuff. Like, you're trying to put asses in seats. You're trying to kind of appease the fans, but, like, you are the most in-demand actor in the world. Like, you have so many scripts coming to you you know, to your desk, like, how do you choose what movie you're going to be in? And I know we're in a strike right now, but is there anything in the pipeline that you're excited about? Well, I, I, thank you for bringing that up. We are in a strike, so I can't actually say what I'm excited about. Okay. But what I, but what I could tell you is, who tells um, you that? Yeah, why? Literally, who why tells can you, you that? talk How's about? That work? How's can't that even work? talk. We don't know this world. Anymore. No. Oh yeah, yeah. No, you, 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 you can't talk about it. You can't talk about projects you're working on because it's considered promoting it, and it's connected oh. then. Then, oh. well, it's connected oh. then to the studios that are being struck. Oh. Okay. So, All right, so don't say anything. We yeah, hate them. We hate the studios because they're basically locking us out. They're stealing money. You guys are striking, so we can't promote our stuff because then it's promoting the studio who's oh, not yeah, giving correct. us what we want. Yes. Not giving the writers yeah, and the writers. So right thing. now, the most important thing is you got to be in solidarity with the SAG, with our actors, and got with it. our writers right now. But what I can tell you, though, is um, in terms of getting scripts thrown my way, number one, am I going to love it? Mm-hmm. Am I just going to love it? Am I going to love waking up in the morning and running to that, whatever it is? Um, and not only that, but would I, do I think the people are going to love it? And that's what it comes down to. Am I going to love it? Are the people going to love it? And? How do you, how do you know, though? How, how can you, you know? Yeah. How can you read a, a script read? and say, hey, this is a good script? How, do you, how long does it oh, take to figure it. that out? First page, last page with your name on both of them? Well, yeah, it's like, it's like <laughs> not, 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 not me, not me, not oh, me. Yeah. Not, yeah. yeah there, there it is. is. Okay. Michael Kane. <laughs> take shirt that. off. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Kicks ass. Yeah. yeah. Flies, uh, <laughs> flies a helicopter. Yes. Flies a helicopter. Yeah. yeah. Stops a missile on ice. Stops a missile. Tells them, go fuck yourself. That's me. Yeah. I love it. I like this. I like this. I'll do it. Um, you just start to get a sense. Well, you know, it's like when you read something or, or you do something or whatever it is, and you're like, oh, I, I like this. I feel like I'm going to like it. In terms of people, that's where I feel like 
that's the key. You got to have your finger on the pulse. I like to think, think I got my finger on the pulse of what people like and what they may dig. How do and you stay also, relatable? How do you do it? It's yeah. got to be impossible. We watch you walk over here. Yeah. Okay. We watch yep. you walk over here. There was a team of people around you, obviously. And then there was a flock of just <laughs> yes. students that See. saw you were there. And I assume that's everywhere in public. We follow you on social. You ride by a bus, roll down your window in a truck. And every human <laughs> goes bananas. Holy shit. How do you remain a human? Honestly, how do you remain relatable with a, a pulse on things? All right. In the world that you're in right now. I appreciate it. I think uh, a few things. I, I keep, I, tr I try to, uh, all the tough stuff that's happened in the past, I try to keep it in the forefront of my mind. Back when I was in college too as well, uh, I keep that in the forefront of my mind too. And, uh, but also what I try to do is um, just try to keep things into perspective. It could all go away like that. Yep. I'm lucky. I'm grateful. I got a lot of good people around me. And I always try, and I always say this, I'm pretty good at, at, uh, at, having a thought and maybe a vision and saying, hey, there's our North Star, that star. That's what we need to do. I don't know how the fuck we're going to get there, mm -hmm. but let me bring in people who are a lot smarter than I am to help us get over there. So I a pretty good job, do a pretty good job at that. And then also I try to keep things simple at home. And around, you guys are thinking this is crazy, but around every corner, it's like the gym is so important. And you had to work it out, but just get away from everything. It's yeah. like the quiet time, That's your meditation, right? right? It's a meditation, yeah. for sure. And also little things like I, I don't get driven anywhere, like even here. I heard I it. A, That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I have my truck waiting for me. Not my truck, but a yes. truck oh. that I could drive. I don't want to get driven anywhere. I don't like chauffeurs. I don't like... And, and again, it keeps me in my way just a little grounded. Like yes. I could drive myself everywhere and not telling some guy, hey, take me here. Take me there. Nah. Yeah, we heard that this morning when we landed. That was possible. We're like, yeah, because uh, yeah, I love the drive too. I've kicked the Uber drivers out of the driver's seat. <laughs> yep. said, hey, I would like to drive this thing. Yeah. I enjoy it. So they said, whenever they picked us up, they said, uh, we got to drive a car over here for uh, The Rock to drive here in a second. I'm like, hold on, I think, what'd you just say? They're like, yeah, The Rock actually, his team was like, just needs a car, he'll drive it, don't need anything else, we'll have a couple people with him. He will lead the security detail to the place. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't even know that was possible. Yeah, he did do that. And I am not the rock, but that is something I'm gonna start saying like, yeah, I am sick of people. Cause when they open you your door, you feel so bad. Like yes. I can open my own door, dude. Like they're trying to be cur courteous, it's their job. But also like the day I stop opening my own door, is the day I become big old bitch. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to do that. Like that's the, yes. that's like a real problem I have, a dilemma. This kind of stuff happens. And especially in you know, the world of, you know, when, when, if you get lucky enough to make it, where people open your doors and they do all this shit for you. And if I, like you, I needed to cut all that out of my life. I'll open my own door, I'll drive myself everywhere. I got it, I'll eat out of my tin, I'll, I'll drink out of this, <laughs> like, yeah, give me this. I, so you gotta do that. Well, we appreciate you, man. Yeah. You're gonna do great on game day tomorrow. It's gonna be an honor to share this set with you once again. I can't wait. And uh, I think we- I can't one. wait. Ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> as we allow Dwayne The Rock Johnson to go back to his life of doing something other than stupid conversations, <laughs> this one's to you being an inspiration Obviously, if you hear me talk, especially here in Boulder, Colorado, with the beautiful <laughs> Buffalo fans at the footsteps of the Flatiron Mountain, a part of the Rockies, you can hear me talk. You I can, can hear it. I can hear me. You can, yes, yes. Yes. And I know that you've been able to hear you throughout a lot of the way that I talk. So I would like to do this in front of the camera, the same thing that I've done on text messages and other things. Thank you for inspiring an entire generation with the way you operate. Uh, 
excited. Wow, thank and you. thank you for helping make me me. This one's to you. Thank Thanks you, for getting me boozed up. Appreciate you, Hell yeah. Thank you, boys. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. All right, Rock. Well, I'll tell you this. Really quick, before I get out of here, two things. Number one, <clears throat> I told him last night, he texted me, he's like, I can't thank you enough for coming on the show. You have no idea what it means. I said, but hold on, let me tell you something. I left him a voice note. I said, I'm running to this show tomorrow. And I said, I'll tell you why. We got the fans here in Boulder. Yeah. That's number one. Oh, yeah. True story. I told him this last night. I said, I'm running here tomorrow. I got on a flight, woke up at 4 a.m., got on a flight and drove here. Because we got the fans, but also we got this thing. And this thing, you guys do it every day, four hours every day, you're kicking ass. But this thing, I don't get this thing. Like in my world, when I sit down and we're talking about movies and all this other shit, it's never this. It's never this, this, back with the boys, and you. So I appreciate it. And this one's to you. Thank you, boys. Cheers. Cheers. All right, we're going to take a five minute break here and on the other side. Oh, hold on, one more. If you're some man, what the rock is cooking. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to the business field here on the beautiful University of Colorado. Hour three starts right now. Football is happening this weekend, and Boulder is the epicenter of the college football universe as Colorado will take on Colorado State in the Rocky Mountain Showdown. Obviously, that has been added a little bit of spice with the coach of Colorado State saying that Deion Sanders didn't learn right, doesn't act right, and how his mom taught him Mm. is much better than what Deion taught him. (laughs) Three... Score spread right now. We all assume that the Buffs are going to do what the Buffs have done the last two weeks and absolutely dominate. But that does not mean that the electricity on this campus is any lower. The Rock just walked through this field and literally it felt like the entire university was chasing him. (laughs) That was an honor to get a chance to chat with him for the last hours. Unbelievable. Truly unbelievable. I mean, you have expectations going into something like that and... You know, obviously, The Rock exceeds those expectations. He poured so much tequila in yeah. my cup. Heavy yeah. pour. I had, a couple, I, had a pu- I had a couple heavy pours in mine. It was actually very good. AJ I'm not even. You guys yeah. doing a shot. He just chugged it. No, off. I thought it was a shot. I did chug the first you one. You did too. You did? It was a little yeah. bit heavy. How? With the, mine was like eight ounces yeah. with the other. How? I'm halfway up because I'm summer. drinking. The, I'm drinking with The Rock. It's yeah. The Rock. I'm trying to enjoy it. All right. Well, let's get this out of the way so we can do professional journalism. Cheers to you guys. Cheers, Cheers, yeah. Cheers to you guys. Okay, good 
Cheers to the man that's about to join us who's watching right now. Here's to you, pal. Probably not great for recovery, but yeah. it is delicious. Okay. Right. Very smooth. That is smooth tequila. That is smooth tequila, but that was half a cup of tequila. That's a little bit too much. We've got a long day ahead of us. Anyways, joining us now is a man who obviously is a four-time NFL MVP. Joining us now is a man who's the most talented football thrower in the history of football. What? Joining us now is a man who let us all in on a little piece of information that he goes down to the jungle and does ayahuasca and finds himself every once in a while. What? Joining us now is a man who was the storyline of the offseason as he found a new home after already cementing a Hall of Fame legacy in Green Bay. Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time since his Achilles surgery, our GOAT, Aaron Rodgers. How are you, buddy? Um, uh, we're going to have to call you back, I think, Aaron. This is 100% on us. What happened? You broke up in the middle of it. You sounded great. Whatever you said, you looked amazing. We couldn't hear a thing. Are you there? Yeah, you can't hear me. Uh, Just cutting it. Is the phone? Can you turn the phone sideways? Is it a phone? There it is, yeah. Bingo. Boom. Now, can you hear me? There, there it is. There it is. Hey, it feels like sideways though. Why are we doing the sideways? Well, I think it's because the speakers on the one you see. So the speakers on the bottom. So whenever you talk into it, it echoes back into the speaker, and then it cuts you off. What we need to do is hear you. You look incredible. You sound amazing. But you're in a situation right now that I don't think you've experienced much of before. How's the mindset, pal? Just a couple days removed from the Achilles surgery, and obviously less than a week removed from the situation that happened on Monday night. Yeah, I mean Monday was uh, was. A Amazing day to start. Uh, amazing night run on the field with the flag, uh, the electric. And then it turned into one of the toughest uh, 24 hour stretches I've had uh, in my life, for sure. A uh, lot, of, lot of sadness, a lot of tears, a lot of uh, dark uh, frustration and anger, all the gamut of emotions. But then the sun rose the next day and uh, I found myself. Uh, in LA and had surgery on uh, Wednesday and since then I've been feeling better. Okay, so while you're in New York the day after, you're experiencing all these emotions and you're kind of coming back to it. I want to let you know, we all felt the same shit, dude. I want to let you know that. Mm -hmm. I, I, I know that we are somebody that is, you know, Incredibly blessed with the opportunity to talk with you every single week for four straight seasons at this point. And we've obviously grown closer to you than, than most shows have. But whenever we see it go down like that, it wasn't just us. It was the entire football world that was like, hey, that's not how that's supposed to go. With the Jets storyline, with that team, with everything you brought to a team that is yearning for dubs, for it to be four games long or four plays long, heartbreaking for everybody. Now, everybody then immediately goes to the next conversation. What's next for Aaron Rodgers? He's 39 years old. He's an old man. Going to have to do Achilles surgery, which is what? An 8 to 12 month rehab yep. process? At what point did you have to start thinking about what is next for Aaron Rodgers while you're dealing with all the emotions of that's not supposed to happen on the fourth play? Well, first I'd like to say a big thanks to everybody that reached out. I mean, I heard from people all over the country from my past uh, current obviously teammates former teammates people i've never met before 
Um, so big thanks to all those people. So many people reached out who had Achilles injuries. And uh, that was really nice, too. Just give me an idea of what to expect, what worked for them in rehab, what didn't work. Um, so that was that was pretty important. I like, uh, yeah, I walked in. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, but that was a big, uh, that was a big help. That got me through, honestly. And, and I still haven't got back to, the, to everybody. The number of people that reached out was astronomical, and I mean that like got me. I think I shed just as many tears about the the support, honestly, and the and the nice messages than you know just the sadness of uh, of what happened. So big thanks. to yeah, you're loved, man. You need to know that. Because there's a lot of stuff that is... I mean, this is Boulder, Colorado. Come on. They're big fans. I think they echo the sentiments of a lot of people who appreciate everything you've done for the sport of football and your career and how you've been... Screwed. Send, me, send me over some uh, Tiacos and a margarita, huh? Come on. Yeah, Ooh. I don't know if we have Tiacos. We got Terramana. Very good. I mean, geez. Very good. Tiacos? Yeah, is that a way to say tiacos, tacos? Yeah, right there on the main. What's the main street? Oh, he uh, knows. Pearl Street. Oh, he knows. Pearl yeah. Street. Yeah, it's on Pearl. Hey, this place is a place you would enjoy, I think. You know, we've I love Boulder. I get out there a few times a year. I love. Uh, These people have been awesome. And obviously, they echo the sentiments of a lot of people around the football universe about their appreciation for you. And watching on Monday night and seeing it happen was certainly something that none of us could have expected. So now. We are all asked, I'm asked, because I get a chance to talk to you every single Tuesday throughout the last fo uh, football season. A.J. Hawk is asked, obviously, because his toxicness has been around you for a very long time. And we're being, you know, we're being asked, like, what do you think's next for Aaron? Immediately upon it happening, like, what's next for Aaron? Everybody that is around you thinks the same exact thing. They say, too competitive of a human being. The storyline in New York for the Jets was too beautiful. You had too much invested for four plays to be the end of the road here. We all say that there's no way that you would go out like that. Now, I know we're just a couple days removed and you're in the middle of recovery. You got some sweet curtains wherever the hell you are right now. I assume you're laid up. Have you thought about that, obviously? And how much has that taken up your mental capacity over the last few days? Of course. I mean, I think a lot of that was like that night as I'm in the, uh, in the locker room. Um, before even an MRI, I knew, I knew what happened. Um, uh, I knew I'd uh, torn my Achilles and uh, I had popped my calf, you know, a few times, especially the soleus. And this was not that sensation. So I knew right away this was, uh, this was not a good situation. So, you know, and I've known about, uh, you know, this uh, rehab, uh, I've had friends who've, who've done it and uh, fellow competitors that I know who've, uh, who've done it, come back from it. But um, I think what I'd like to say is uh, give me the doubts. Yes. Give me the doubts. Give me the, uh, the timetables. Give me all the things that you think can, should, or will happen. Because all I need is that one little extra percent of inspiration. That's all I need. So give me your give me your doubts, give me your prognostications, and then watch what I do. Hell yeah. <laughs> Let's go. There's a bunch of New York Jets fans, more specifically Mike Greenberg, that went six to midnight right there yep. hearing you say that. But I would like to tell you, 
just say somebody, you're too old, aren't you? You're 39 years old, bud. You're too old. The recovery is going to be impossible for an old ass man like you. Have you looked into the recovery and what is it looking like you're going to have to get to? And if you want to use me as the, as the motivation, we need to see you back on a football field. <laughs> That's how we honestly need to see. What is the recovery time? What are you being told right now? And what are the next steps? Well, first of all, I knew that Kobe had done his, uh, his Achilles. So I looked into right away. I mean, literally on the table Monday night, uh, I thought about Kobe. And so I looked into, I'd seen Muse, um, but I'd forgotten that he'd gotten surgery the next day. I'd have uh, a friendship going back many years with uh, Dr. Neil Elitrosh. Neil worked on my collarbone back in 17. So um, I'd already texted him from the locker room and then uh, was just wondering how quickly we could get this done. I didn't realize Kobe had gotten, like I said, the next day. He did it. He called I think Neil that night, they were in the next day. I obviously had to work out some flight logistics to get out to the West Coast, but um, but I didn't want to waste any time. Every day that uh, that we wasted was a day, you know, longer for me not to be doing what I want to do. But uh, there's a lot of different ideas about the overall length of the rehab. Um, I think what I'd like to say is just because somebody hasn't uh, ever done it a certain way doesn't mean it's not possible. So um, I definitely some odds stacked against me. Uh, based on age, um, but I like it. Stack all the odds up against me and, and see what happens. Um, it's going to be an interesting uh, uh, type of uh, you know attacking of the rehab because I'm drawing from all these different sources. I literally spent the last couple of days on the phone with people all over the country, uh, giving me their time and advice. And um, I have calls today with a few other uh, you know big names who you would know who. Uh, suffered the same injury just to talk to them about their rehab experience so my entire focus and dedication is on acquiring the most information and then uh you know adding to what i've already put together as a pretty damn good rehab plan that's gonna um i think shock some people hell yeah i don't know what dr joe rogan told you to do but <laughs> i can't wait <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear it. We're all incredibly pumped to hear that this is your mindset. The recovery story, by the way, is going to make this entire thing sweeter in the end. AJ has a question for you, Aaron. Hey, Aaron. So I want to know exactly when did you have an idea that it was actually this was a serious thing? I think I told you, hey, when you sat back down, I know people don't just sit down on the field with like a sprained ankle. Did you know at that exact moment that, hey, this is serious, it's probably my Achilles? And also, when you talk about your timetable coming back, what are you trying to say? You're trying to be the fastest guy ever to come back from an Achilles injury? Hell yeah. I stood up and, uh, and put weight on my foot and felt like I had dropped foot. Um, Did you know right there? So, yeah, I knew right there. I knew uh, um, that... You know, it was about 95% sure, unless there was this crazy, some sort of lower soleus rip. But I was, I was pretty confident that, uh, uh, that it was Achilles. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I think uh, there's been some guys with some interesting timetables on uh, Achilles returns. But, uh, you know, we'll see, see what happens. It, it's just there's a process. There's certain markers we got to hit. Um, you trying to say you're coming back this season? Yeah, what's happening? Are you coming back for the playoffs this year? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make any of those statements. I don't feel like that's that's fair to myself. I'm just. Uh, Is it a possibility? I think, uh, as Kevin Garnett said, uh, anything's possible. <laughs> oh. Wow! Wow! Do you know what Greeny is doing right now? 
I don't know if you know this, like Mike, Rock hard. Mike Greenberg. Yeah. He's swinging around. Yeah. Yeah. Making thuds on walls and doors. Right. Waistband. It. It, doesn't, it doesn't do anything to make prognostications, honestly, other than right. help my own personal mental state, you know. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and uh, push this thing as much as it'll allow me to. And uh, you know, there's markers I gotta I gotta see where I'm at after a week and two weeks and a month and and two months and then. Uh, and then we'll see what the conversation is from there. How much of what happened when you became a New York Jet weighed into the decision to attack this thing? Now, obviously, you're the, like, one of the most competitive humans of all time. We asked you why you love football, and you said it's because it scratches the itch of competition that you need. Anybody that is at your level of anything is going to be incredibly competitive, and it's probably going to be tough to hang something up. But what the New York Jets fans did for you, we're talking about the Rangers, Knicks, biggest pops at those games. Then the Broadway shows, and then that American flag jog out on September 11th at MetLife Stadium. How much of all that kind of fed the decision for you to be like, I'm trying to get back as fast as possible? Oh, for sure. I mean, a lot of the sadness, I think, initially was just feeling like I let so many people down who had uh, believed in me and supported me and made the transition so incredible. Um, you know, a big part of it was just how hard I worked, just because I wanted so badly to uh, to dominate in the way that I'm capable of dominating and be able to do the things I want to do on the field. And and so there was just a, a lot of sadness um, the first 24 hours after the game uh, because of how excited I was about the season. Um, at the same time, you know, really surreal feeling. I was at my house uh, watching... Xavier Gibson running the punt return, just so excited, uh, so sad, but so excited for that kid because he's such an awesome kid, and and for our guys to come back and and win that game was just really really special. So I love the guys. Everybody's reached out. I've heard you know Facetimed because you know back in in Malibu you yeah. know you got right. Yeah, we heard. <laughs> a lot of Facetimes with my teammates, coaches. Uh, that's one of them right there calling me right there. That's Tim Boyle um, interrupting the show. So Come on, Tim. Uh, Jeez. Thanks, Tony. Well, that's what it's been like. A lot of people reaching out, friends and uh, fellow athletes. and That's uh, been really special. Uh, also really, really hard. Hell yeah, but it's good. Hey, once again, I don't want to keep reiterating this, but this is going to make the story even sweeter, brother. We all know that. You know, there's always, and I don't know what I believe in, you know, I assume something created something. Who, what? The universe, though, does some remarkable things. Fourth play was not how this thing was supposed to go in anybody's eyes. Nope. But could you imagine next year you come back, the New York Jets in the honeymoon phase still real, and then all of a sudden the Jets go on a run, win the Super Bowl. Aaron wins his fifth MVP after an Achilles at the age of 40. Could you imagine that headline? I assume you have. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to take my brain there right now, just because... Take your brain there! Aaron, this is what we're looking at. This is what we're staring down. This is the future, pal. Like I said, I want I want all your doubts. I want all your prognostications. I want all your own schedules. And I'm going to do my own, my own thing. All right, we'll send some Terramana over there to maybe get a little bit more positive. Right, Speaking yep. of your teammates, Ty has a question for you. Yeah, Aaron, first and foremost, just fucking gutted for you. I was really looking forward to watching you play this year. I know how disappointed you are. And then, obviously, right after it happens, right away, a lot of people in the media are saying, oh, the Jets need to go out and get so-and-so or get so-and-so. But we've seen, you know, kind of a change in Zach Wilson, I think, just 
from the osmosis of being around you. Um, how confident are you in Zach now that he is the guy for, you know, maybe the rest of this year? We'll see. Hopefully you do come back. But how confident are you in his abilities and just kind of his growth um, just from what you've seen with being around him for the last few months? Yeah, I'm very confident in Zach, and I think he's confident himself, which is the most important thing. Um, it was an important offseason for him. You know, very important, I think, to get his confidence back and uh, to be able to work on, uh, you know, some of the little fundamental things uh, that I think you've seen show up in the preseason and obviously the other night uh, on Monday. But, um, you know, I was, I mean, truly I was hoping he could have, uh, you know, a couple years to uh, uh, to sit back and have uh, pressure on him and relax. But uh, that's how this life goes sometimes, throws you some curveballs. Um, neither of us thought that that's what was going to happen, obviously, on Monday. Yeah. Uh, we, you know, hugged each other before the game, said, I love you, and uh, said, you know, he just said, can't wait to watch you play out there. Um, I was the one watching him play after the fourth play, but uh, but I'm excited for him. He's a great kid. Uh, love him. Uh, pulling for him. Be talking to him. Really looking forward to getting back there, uh, you know, once I can travel, just to be around the guys and, and to really get into the workout uh, rehab phase. Um just to be around it. I, I miss, uh, you know, I miss the guys. I miss uh, New York, New Jersey, the energy, the excitement. And uh, we got a, you know, big one this week. Dallas obviously came off an incredible uh, opening game where they hung a 40 piece and shut them out. Um, I was looking forward to that just because, uh, you know, just the love that I shared with Mike last year, getting to see him at home. And then uh, the fact that I've played pretty well in that stadium over the years. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. a lot of Creed, obviously. Yeah. Playoffs. Yeah, there's a lot, of, a lot of fun ones on the early schedule. Uh, you know, I was looking forward to uh, playing against Pat in week four and uh, going to Denver in week five. Uh, there, was oh, lot, yeah. there was a lot of things. So. Okay. <laughs> Are you thinking about maybe calling plays this year or no? You know, there's a little bit of a, a little bit of a conversation or a buzz like, hey, you know what? Maybe Aaron, after he's able to travel back to New Jersey, go ahead and put that headset on just like you did in – Preseason, right? That's right, yeah. It's like you did in preseason. Are you going to be involved at all, or what are you thinking there, literally? Well, I think first to the safety level, uh, we've got to get uh, got to get ambulatory, which is going to happen pretty soon, and then, uh, you know, just make sure that I'm safe. I, I, I would assume I won't be on the sidelines for a while, but um, never know if I can get a headset uh, in whatever box I'm in, you know, just to maybe throw some suggestions in there well i love that and tone has a question about a suggestion allegedly that you made go ahead tone yeah aaron obviously you've been traveling and, and going through surgery so i'm not sure if you saw the story but if you did i assume you'd like to comment on it that there might have been a uh kind of a disagreement on the tackles cutting in the quick pass game um and you not wanting them to potentially do that and then you getting hurt uh, on an instance where that happened uh so i just wanted to kind of ask what your opinion was on that and just kind of give you the floor on that whole situation uh, i don't yeah i don't know what story you're talking about um <laughs> I, 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 I haven't seen it they said you don't like when the tackles cut all the time on yeah the quick place you didn't yeah. like didn't it. want it you didn't want it I don't like when David Bakhtiari used to try and cut because he wasn't very good at <laughs> Okay. All right. I respect that. So this was the thing, though, because obviously you get hurt on that particular style of play where potentially supposed to come out quick, both tackles cut to get the hands down. You decide, you know what, I'm not going there. I'm going to go elsewhere. And then that would have been the first thing, basically, that we have heard that Aaron Rodgers has said and the Jets have not kind of done. So that's why it became a big story while you have been traveling across the country with the torn Achilles, getting into surgery. That has kind of gained some legs. You're saying you... Oh, no, I don't, I don't, 
Uh, I, I mean, if if a guy can cut, that was always the thing with Dave because Dave didn't really like cutting; he wasn't great at it. But but no, I like cutting. I, I like cutting the tackle. Okay, so I'm happy that we just decided to take this as a chance to take a shot at Dave Bakhtiari. Yeah, basically. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Dude, we all he, are. Hey, he's been going to bat for you pretty heavily oh, about, yeah. about the grass and the turf. Obviously. Oh, Dave, yeah, he's a boulder guy. That's yeah, I was going to say he's a buff, yeah. Oh, oh. yeah. Wow. Yeah, he is. You probably yeah. didn't know that, did you? I knew that. Yeah, I know you did know <laughs> that. We talked about yeah. it right before the show. Yeah, I was like, did. damn. We could have got Bakhtiari out here. This place would have won bananas. But then all he would have chatted about is, is it grass over there on the Zotron or is it turf over there on the Zotron? That has obviously become a... I think that's how he met his wife. He was doing the whole, I'm big man on campus. You know, I'm eight years out of college, you know, but I'm still big man on campus going right out there. He met uh, Frankie. Well, hey, congrats to love. Yeah, love, love. They found love in a beautiful place. Yes, they did. In Boulder. Connor has a question for you, Aaron. Congrats! Congrats on the sex, too. You had a kid. That's awesome. Man. Hell yeah! Wow! Yeah. wow. Get it? It's awesome. Connor has a question for you, Aaron. Yeah, Aaron. Obviously, as a Patriots fan, even I was gutted for you. I hate the Jets more than damn near anything in my entire life. But it really was a bummer to see you go down. And I was looking forward to Belichick versus yourself and next year. That's going to be awesome. But. Garrett Wilson came out, and he kind of shared a little behind the scenes between you and him. After it happened, you told him, you know, sorry, kid. And that line itself feels like it's from a movie, and usually those movies do end in trophies, so you got to love that. But how were the conversations with Sala and Hackett and, you know, even Sauce? Did you guys kind of have that moment at halftime as well, like Garrett Wilson, or is that something that happened later on? Well, a lot of people came in. I was sitting on the back table in the, in the back training room. Uh, but honestly, uh, I was uh, pretty emotional. So uh, some people kind of hit, it hits differently. Like when, you know, when Kabi walked in, uh, I kind of lost it. And, you know, after everybody everybody else came in, it's just kind of blubbering some sort of thank you through, uh, through the disappointment and the tears. So, um, but, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for the tears. Like it makes you feel like uh, you're alive and, I, I care about it so much, and I care about uh, what we were trying to establish and did establish, you know, chemistry-wise and culture-wise. Um, I just care about it so much. It just hit me like a ton of bricks for 24 hours. Um, there was moments of just uh, sobbing. Um, did you think the game was gone? Is that why you were so emotional? No, uh, no, honestly, it wasn't even that. It was just that... I put so much into it and care about it so much. Um, there was, you know, underneath the, there was anger. There was a lot of anger. Like, why? You know, why is this happening? Um, and underneath all that, it's just the sadness because you just, you're going to miss being out there with the guys. You miss uh, the competition and the and the, the locker room and, and the field and the games and just everything that makes our sport so beautiful. So, um, but I'm thankful for those emotions and working through those. I felt like once I got to L.A., um, kind of the sun started to rise a little bit, and uh, birds started chirping, and started to see that there was uh, there was some life uh, starting to uh, uh, to open up. So I'm thankful for Neil and his staff. He's got an incredible staff of uh, doctors and nurses there that took great care of me, and he's just you know he's the best. So I'm thankful for that surgery. Great. Um, and I got a lot of great people helping me with rehab and a lot of great people sending me ideas and a lot of great people who went through the surgery encouraging me. And like I've been telling them, I'm trying to, and like I said, I apologize, I'm trying to get back to everybody. Uh, there's so many people that reached out. Um, no chance. 
but it's those messages. No, but seriously, it's those messages that got me through when I was, uh, you know, in a dark place. So I'm really thankful for those people. Are the whales doing any uh, yeah. mating? There's no whales. No whales. I saw dolphins yesterday, though. Ooh. Oh, yeah. They love <laughs> to mate. How long are you? They, dolphins what? love to oh, pro- yeah. they, they, something they, they were probably doing it whenever you saw them out there. That's what dolphins do. You know what I mean? They, they do it. Everything. They do. Get yes, in there, they man. Do. I think that's why they start with the, the name dolphins with do. Yeah, yeah, well, because yeah. they are doing it all the time. All the time. That's right. Jump in there with them, Aaron. Hey, do you want to go see these dolphins at this exhibit? Okay, watch your back. They're gonna hump you. Yeah. Oh. I mean, that's what dolphins do. They get after. It. Is that what you're doing the next couple of weeks? What does the recovery look like here now that we're just a couple of days removed from the surgery? Well, you know, I, I didn't really want to mention this, but I'm looking into a number of different modalities, and one of them is. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what? What? What was that word you just used right there? Jeopardy champion. Mo- Modalities, different uh, rehab modalities, and one of them okay. is. Okay, you still didn't explain what the yeah. hell a modality is, but I'll use context clues. Thanks. <laughs> it, you know, basically, it involves. Uh, Thank you, Zito. Uh, there, we go. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Mo- modal quality, a particular mode in which something exists or is experienced or expressed. That doesn't that make doesn't any mean sense. Anything. Oh, what you the just hell? said something stupid. I nothing. just found out <laughs> that that word doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, I don't even know where I was going. But I <laughs> what does the next couple of weeks look like? You've looked into different yeah. modalities of what could potentially come here. Well, there's there's uh, ideas that some of the noises from the dolphins when they're lovemaking, uh, <laughs> the frequency of that is actually healing to the body. Nice. So, oh. I'm like, uh, so I'm you're just you're just that. sticking that that Achilles up, <laughs> sitting on your back porch, just. Go ahead and hump your way in the yep. whistling into yep. my Achilles getting healed. That's Proceed. Proceed. <laughs> what does are you bedridden right now or what is it? I am uh, not able to put any uh, weight on it yet, so I have crutches. Um, I how got long, some great. How long are you crutches? Uh, well, listen. I think we're going to keep some of uh, some of the things that we're doing here. Tight to the vest, but... Um, Whoa, we're, hey, hold on. That, that sounds like we're experimenting with a new way of getting back from an Achilles. Is that what's taking place here? They're saying yeah, ayahuasca, dolphins, carcass. Dolphin. Yeah, dolphin. dolphin. yeah, yeah, dark, yeah. That oh, yeah. darkness yeah. retreat. Yep. We Listen, I, I, things I will not be doing. Uh, Aya... Oh. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, boo. That, one, that one reporter blamed ayahuasca. Yeah. He'll heal you. I yeah. don't know if you saw Greg Kelly, who's a super conservative uh, political pundit, said the reason why your Achilles happened, not because Achilles, the way it was kind of constructed by oh, God no. or whatever, nope. but because you took ayahuasca, and that is kind of how it all happened. <laughs> That's one guy. We don't need to hear that. You're not doing ayahuasca. Who, what's that guy's name? Greg yeah. Kelly. Dipshit news. Bob. <laughs> Hey, hold on. There's another guy. What's the guy? Keith Olbermann said that. um, You love him, though. Because you're not vaxxed, that's why it happened. Yep. Yeah, get your fifth booster, Keith. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) I love that. I love everything about that. Uh, We don't need to list off all the bums that have doubted you because we're using no, them that's enough. That's as enough. motivation. We're, we're using them as motivation, obviously. Yeah, we'll stop right there. I don't need any. I need 1%, like I said. Just 1% of that doubt and that timetable and that schedule and all that, you know, you know, bullshit. 1%, that's all I need. All right, well, we love you, brother. Okay, we appreciate you joining us. Enjoy yourself back there as you're a bedridden, handsome dude who's going to take over the NFL again next year. 
Boulder, Colorado loves you, man. I think they want to let you know. We appreciate the Boulder, be, see you soon, Boulder. I doubt it, actually, right? You got no chance to come here because you're doing rehab. Then you're probably got a house here. But like soon, like in the next 12 months. Okay. Okay. We love that. Hey, you're the man. Keep in touch, will you please? Are we still doing weekly or no? Yeah, I'll see you on Tuesday. I just. Yes. Legend. This last Tuesday was a little rough for me. Why? What happened? But. We got our boys going down to Dallas this weekend to get a big win. So excited about watching that. And uh, I'm, you know what? Let me just say this: I can, uh, you know, <clears throat> speak to the fans a little bit. I am a, I'm a Colorado fan. I'm a, I'm a big fan of, uh, I'm a fan of what Dion's doing. I'm a fan of the fact that they must be doing something right. Like, like Salah said this: if, if there's a lot of crows pecking. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people shit talking. You must be doing something right. Yeah. And they shut up the team that was in the national championship in week one. And then somebody said something in week two, right? And they yep. shut them up. And then somebody else just said something in week three now. And they're about to shut them up too. Yeah. Hold on though. And Oregon. I'm happy you brought up a good point here. Because you're one of these guys who's at the top of the top. You know, there's not a lot of humans that are up there whenever you talk about a different stratosphere of competition. I don't want to say competition, but like competitive juices, you know, and you just said, I need all the doubters. Give it to me. Feels like Shador here is one of those guys who is looking for reasons to get upset. Hey, he can't play. You know, he's just, he can't play, man. That's, you know, he played at Jackson state, but he can't play it. Big time college football, right? 510 yards week one. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. What are we talking? What are we talking about here? And the other kid that plays, they plays both ways. He's incredible. Travis Hunter, yeah, he's a dog. Yeah, hey, and they're like Shador and Travis are much like the greats that we see at the top of their professions. Like they love that shit too. Like give it to us. We want to hear the doubters. We want to hear the people who don't think we'll be able to do it. Just like you, I think if you were here this weekend, you get a chance to feel it too. Colorado's a football school. Mm. Like it is a football school right now. Man. I love it because they only had one win last year. And it was against my alma mater. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. All right. We appreciate the hell out of you, buddy. Keep in touch. We'll see you on Tuesday. Ladies and gentlemen, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Good spirits. Yeah. It's been a pretty good show today. Not bad. Yeah, pretty wild. You know, I'm, I'm like half bottled tequila deep. I was right going to say oh, that. Yeah. Terra Mana. I'm hey, monoed up. Plenty of, plenty of. Got yeah. a lot of mana coursing through my veins. Going now. We've drank a lot of tequila today. We've got a chance to experience these beautiful people of Colorado. Hey, still hanging out. We've got a chance to talk to The Rock. Aaron, Aaron clearly coming back next year. Yep. Yep. Or this year. Or this year. Is that what he was saying? How did you know to ask that? You and him have been talking about that. I have yeah. not talked yeah. about that. Hold out. Just be honest. Hold now. Per he, usual. He, he's big into like doing things that have never been done before. And so then I would... But how, what, how he was talking, I'm like, are you trying to come back this year? Wow. Um, well, so, you know. And he didn't say no. So Greeny texted me. Yeah. Of course. Hard as a rock. Was it a, yeah, was it a dong pick? <laughs> Probably. Or just a, just a regular, solid question, though. Just a regular text. If it was, ESPN HR. Not this one, though. I'm FaceTiming him. I don't know if he typed this with a finger or with sure. yep. the tip you know of I mean? it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The top of it. Mushroom yeah. stamping his phone. But he, <laughs> hold on. Greeny, we're live. I have to tell you that legally because I work for your company now, but like, how do you feel, Greeny? You got to be pretty pumped up about what's happening there. Well, I, I got to tell you, I was. Uh, let, let me try and find a little private spot here. I'm walking down the street. You're ruining the show, Greeny. Jeez. 
helicopter that thing, Greeny. Well, I just don't want to yell what I'm going to yell in front of all of these people. Yes. When Aaron Rodgers intimated that he might come back this year, <laughs> I just about lost it. I mean, I literally just about lost it, and that's why I texted you what I texted you. I have no idea if that is earthly possible. But if he did, if he could somehow, it would be the most incredible thing that has ever happened Genuinely, maybe in the history of the NFL. What did you text me, Greeny? <laughs> uh, what the hell? I mean, if, if there's a chance he's going to come back. Oh. Uh, I texted you. I, I texted you. Let's fucking go. Ah! Oh, I love you, Greeny. I love you, buddy. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 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 Big deal. Oh, my God. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Rogers just said the F word. Yeah, what just happened yeah. right there. Yeah. Whoa! He's jacked up. And, and, you know, we've been saying since the beginning, and we, I, I'm kind of lumping myself in with you guys because I've drank too much Terramana today. <laughs> what? But, like, the people that know... Wait, Is there any whiskey in Colorado? Wait. How about a couple beers? No, but, like, I'm kind of lumping myself in with the people that know him because I feel like, you know, I've had a lot of conversations with the guy. Yes. I feel like I'm pretty observant. There was no way in fucking hell that that was going to be the end of this entire thing. And there was people that were saying that he had no chance of coming back. He loves that, AJ. You're obviously much What did I tell you from, day, the, from the jump? Yep. Yeah, you exactly. Know. You said the same exact thing. Like I said, if you're that good and you have that like competitive drive, there's no chance he's stopping. All right, let's run a no huddle. Let's go ahead and pick these games Here for we this go. week yeah. and AJ. AJ won week one going 10 and 6. Our boy Hawker. Wow. Good week, Hawker. And we pushed, right? We pushed last night? Yeah, we pushed yeah. last night because we got it at 6. So yep. congrats to the Vikings doing a backdoor push. Packers, Falcons, Packers favored by one and a half on the road. That's, uh, that's, that's flopping. That's flopping. Yeah. But the Falcons are now the favorites. Okay, really? Falcons favored by one and a half at home. That's crazy. You bounce it back and forth. Yeah. A.J. Hawk, do you like Desmond Ritter, Artie Smith, B. John Robinson and the boys? Or will Jordan Love in that team that is brand new continue to run? You know what? Honestly, I like what Jordan Love is doing. I like what that Green Bay defense is able to do. I expect them to get a couple of turnovers. Give me Green Bay. Are they plus one and a half? No, yeah. let's, just do, let's just do that as... Yeah. Money line. Because gotcha. gotcha. it is moving. It's yep. mo we don't know why it's moving. Is there Got injuries? or uh, don't? Still don't know the status of Aaron Jones, although I think he's trending towards playing. And then they said Christian Watson probably is not going to play again. Okay, cool. Give me the Falcons. I love Green Bay, but I also love the Falcons and Artie Smith. Let's go Bears and Bucks. Bucks fresh off a dub over the Minnesota Vikings, who lost another one to the Philadelphia Eagles. And then the Chicago Bears were the worst team in football last year. Mm -hmm. And obviously they lose to the Packers. They're getting two and a half on the road in Florida. Man, I, I'm taking the Tampa Bay Bucks minus two and a half here. I'm not exactly sure what the Bears are yet. Let's see if they figure it out. Me as well. Seahawks, Detroit Lions. Lions Ooh. favored by four and a half at home. Remember, CJGJ said, wear your ski mask. We're yep. the villains, although nobody thinks they're actual villains. I don't know. I don't feel 100% confident about this, but I'm taking Seattle at plus four and a half because I, want to, I, I think Seattle's going to have some kind of weird bounce back game. Why are you billing me? Like, you guys care about Detroit. What are you talking old, about? Old AFC West battle. Yeah. Okay, cool. Seattle plus four and a half. I'm taking them. I think they have a bounce back game. And ladies and gentlemen, I talked about it on first take this morning. What Jared Goff and the Lions have done is not being respected enough. Four and a half is obviously a good amount of points, but give me the brand... New okay. Raiders Bills eight and a half point spread for a Raiders team that got a win. 
Is that eight and a half? Eight yeah. and a half. Yes, yeah, you is. are reading that right. I believe uh, Jacoby Myers is in concussion protocol. He had two touchdowns last week. Remember when he told a lie on ESPN? When was that? Well, you said Jacoby Myers died, and then they just rolled him back all on the field. Well, that's exactly yeah. what happened, and that's why he's probably not playing this weekend because his brain is mush just like mine. Whoa. Yeah, but they didn't put him back on the field. Well... People would argue how many times he got dinged up last uh, Okay, you were saying you guys didn't see what I saw. Sure. Yeah, bingo. Uh, who do you like, Raiders or Bills? Eight and a half. Obviously, yeah. the Bills' first week, not good. Eight and a half is a lot, especially for an NFL game, but give me the Raiders plus eight and a half. You're supposed to pick the Raiders here, so I'm going to take the Bills. Okay, okay. let's go. Chargers like favored by three on the road against the Tennessee Titans. I know Tannehill did not have a spectacular day last week, but I'm going to take Tennessee at home plus three. I will do the same exact thing, even though I just complimented the Chargers. If they were playing any other team, they probably would have won. Miami was just a happen to be a buzzsaw. This is a Lombo pick as well. He likes Tennessee, True. if we go back to yesterday, what he Boom. said. Okay, I will take the Titans and Vrabel there. Let's go Ravens-Bengals, three-point favorites at home. Joey Burrow, who did not look that great in game one. Uh, I think I'm big on bounce-back teams and bounce-back games. So give me the Bengals minus three. I think they figured it out a little bit. I concur. Give me the Colts, Texans. Colts getting a point and a half on the road against C.J. Stroud, Will Anderson, D'Amico Ryans, and a brand-new Texans. Texans minus one and a half. Yeah, you're stupid. Give me the Colts. <laughs> Anthony Richardson's going to do his thing. Kansas City versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Kansas City favored by three and a half on the road. 0-1 Kansas City yep. versus 1-0 Jacksonville Jaguars. Ty, is Travis Kelsey trending towards playing this week? Yes. I believe so. Kansas City plus three and a half. Chris Jones also. Give me Kansas City. Or minus City. three and a half, I mean. Yeah, give yeah. me Kansas City minus three and a half. San Francisco 49ers favored by seven against the Los Angeles Rams. Mm, it's a tough one. Seven's a lot of points, but I don't care. San Francisco is unbelievable. Nick Bosa, I expect him to get multiple sacks this week. I loved the way Matthew Stafford spoke to that team after the game. I also loved the way San Francisco just went into Akershire uh, and beat the dog shit out of the yeah. Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. Give me the San Francisco 49ers favored by a tud. New York Giants favored by four and a half against the Arizona Cardinals, which is considered a dumpster fire by everybody. Yep. Yeah, it is. I'm taking Giants minus four and a half. Yeah. I have to. Here. Real hero. To. Real hero. I'll do the same. Jets <laughs> at the Cowboys. Cowboys favored by nine and Ooh. a half without Aaron Rodgers. And obviously Aaron knows that they're going down there. Dallas Absolutely curb stomped the New York Giants week one on prime time. The defense fed. The offense did their thing. Favored by almost 10 points in week two is bananas. Who do you like? I mean, I like the Cowboys to win this game by nine and a half with these. Both teams have solid defenses. Give me the Jets plus nine and a half. I concur. I'm on your side there. Nine and a half is a lot of points, even though I like the Cowboys to win the game. Commanders Bronco. The Denver Broncos are under the Sean Payton era, and if you listen to people that were talking earlier, Stephen A. Smith, Sean Payton didn't want to come to the Denver Broncos. No. Why not? He wanted to coach the Los Angeles Chargers. He hated these people. No. Absolutely hated them. No, not this guy. Stephen A. said, Commander's (laughs) getting three and a half on the road a mile high. Who do you like? I got him. You know what? I wasn't really sure, and I saw a little buddy back here, right here in this jersey, right here with the beard and the long hair. Give me Broncos minus three and a half. Nice. That's, Bob, that's, Bobby, that's Bobby Boucher. Bobby Boucher in Louisiana. Bobby yeah. Boucher, of course. Is that the New Orleans Saints is what you're picking up? Because that is no, I'm picking Louisiana. that individual human right there. I know yes. he's wearing a Bobby Boucher yep. jag, uh, jersey, Smart. but I'm picking him. He's a, a Broncos move. fan, you assume. Give me yes. the Commanders plus three and a half. Ooh. Whoa. I think Broncos still win, but... 
Three and a half. It's a good number for the dog. There's another Boucher jersey right over there. You see that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? Is that big here? Did he go to Colorado? I respect it. I like it a lot. Uh, Last game on Sunday, prime time. Mm -hmm. The red-hot Minnesota Dolphins who win the shootout against Los Angeles Chargers. (laughs) Last week. Taking on the New England Patriots, who are currently 0-1. Here we go. a loss to the Philadelphia Eagles. Do you think Bill Belichick's got this thing to keep it within three at home in Foxborough? I do not. Give me the Minnesota Dolphins minus three, Pat. (laughs) Fuck you. I'll take the Minnesota Dolphins as well. What is that? What is that? that, They look remarkable. (laughs) Patriots defense look remarkable, too. The Eagles just put 34 points on the board. They held them to 20. We'll pick both. Both Monday night football games on Monday. We just went through the entire slate. And now, ladies and gentlemen, there's only one way to wrap up this glorious feel-good Friday, September 15th. Come on, Hawk. 2023. AJ has not practiced one time today. Nope. He will shoot four shots. Each shot will represent one Colorado Buffalo student. If A.J. Hawk makes the shot that represents one of the students, that particular student will receive free tuition for the rest of their stay through their senior year here at Colorado. Wow. First shot is for Lily Stevens, who's a junior in physiology. A.J. Hawk, let it rip for tuition! Oh, right on it. Right online. Right online. She was a junior. Now, there's another ball over here if you need it. This second shot here is for Nick Miller. Nick Miller, who is a sophomore. A lot of years left. Wow. He's an aerospace engineer. Oh, okay, we helping. need this guy. Yes, tuition's like $300,000. Nick Miller could get a free scholarship if A.J. Oh. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, this third shot Nick Miller's is for Sasha Lutzi, who's a junior majoring in psychology. She's going to be analyzing every human she meets as a profession. Will she analyze a shot that goes in for full scholarship? A.J. Hawk in Boulder. Oh, man. Wow. A.J. Hawk kind of hates women, huh? Not a psychology guy. Yeah, first and third. And hold on. The last shot here for this Feel Good Friday that has had Dwayne The Rock Johnson on it. What? Aaron Rodgers on it. What? Deion Sanders on it. What? Even A. Smith on it. What? An incredible group of Colorado Buffalo students have been here for three hours. Hell yeah. Well, Ethan Mendelsberg, a junior who majors in business, be on full scholarship as today is the day that he turns 21. Whoa, whoa. Birthday. Is it a happy birthday for Ethan receiving a full scholarship? If AJ. Ho- Sorry, one more Ethan. for the birthday guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, one birth- more for the birthday. You get two shots for the birthday. Hold on, hold on. We got to do a full setup again. I know, I got you. Ladies and gentlemen, this guy is the current president of Ohio. Yep. He has loved his time in Boulder, Colorado. What? If he drains this shot, a man named Ethan Mendelsberg, who turns 21 today, will be on full scholarship for his time through his senior year as a Colorado Buffalo. Happy birthday, Ethan. A.J. Hawk says... Not a chance. All right. Sorry about it, Ethan. Your birthday sucks. All right. (laughs) Shit. Let me see that thing. Oh, here we go. Yeah, shoot it, Pat. Here we go. Bucket. Hold on. 
You got it. You got it. Yep. Tough shot. <laughs> Tough shot. Got it. You got it. Yeah. Bad, 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 bad. One more. Tough shot. Hey. Bonus ball, bonus ball, bonus ball. This one's in. Bonus ball. Ladies and gentlemen, this if I in. make this shot right here, a man named Ethan Mendelsberg. Yep. Who it turned. That's a terrible throw. Wow, great hand. But the air is thin, so that thing obviously traveled further than you could have ever expected. But if I bury this, Ethan Mendelsberg, who turns 21 today, is on full scholarship through his senior season. Oh. I thought that was it. Sorry, I almost just busted someone's yeah, face. Yeah. We're going to get out of here before we get sued. Uh, it's been a hell of a Friday. We appreciate you people so, so much. Yeah. Big thanks to The Rock. Big thanks to Coach Prime for the glasses. These things are sweet. I think Fresh. they're available right now. Blenders. Mm -hmm. They got Prime right here on top of this thing. Big thanks to Mike. He's been working his ass off here all day. Even though he almost killed somebody and got canceled earlier. Yeah, that's right. Uh, what a perfect week for the head coach of the other team to say he hates the sunglasses. Yep. Yeah. Prime has sunglasses available for sale right now. <laughs> on deck. So they look sweet. You should buy them. And uh, I hope you win every single bet. I hope you're nice to every human you encounter. I hope you have the greatest weekend of your entire life. And we can't thank you enough for allowing us to do this for a living. You're the greatest people on earth. Be a friend, tell a friend something nice. It might change their life. See you on Monday. Goodbye.